I'm Nana. I'm Martin. I'm Michael. And we're blood. Um, so I'm not even gonna bury the lead. Like we're gonna get kind of straight into it. This is a bonus episode. Um, yesterday or last night, whatever you want to say it was. Um, Disney had their Disney inventors investors meet us, right? And wow, they just slapped their dick on the table and told every other company, "We are Disney. We are the best." We don't give a fuck what you do because mm. we will just outdo you. And it, it, it will take some time to see if they outdo everybody. Cause like me personally, I think Netflix is always going to be there to stay. I think most people are going to keep the Amazon Prime just for the next day delivery. It'll be interesting to see what happens with HBO Max since we don't get that in the UK. Um, so where their shows will go for us to watch it legally because again if you don't provide something for us in the UK we're gonna find other means to watch it um, um, now we're also gonna get Hulu which we're gonna get into later um, what other streaming services are there oh there's the um, Apple TV yeah. um, Apple TV you've got um, obviously Crunchyroll Funimation obviously for your anime uh-huh. um, you're also obviously Sky Oh, yeah, of Now TV. Yeah, you got Now TV. You've got you've got even Virgin Media. Virgin Media has their own little own little thing. So there's there's a lot of different platforms, but Disney has basically bought like probably half of what people watch. <laughs> yeah. So in a way, they kind of have taken control of how things are going to be going, mm-hmm. and and the fact that like obviously Netflix will always be there, like. Mm. Netflix has Netflix has their own original stuff, like their own original shows. So unless Disney come out of nowhere and be like, "Look, Netflix has twenty billion, we want your platform. Give it to us." Mm. Yeah. Netflix will always be there. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm gonna give a little. Mm, yeah. So obviously the actual press conference was about three hours forty five minutes long. Um, just to give some context, it took me about seven hours and what how many pages one two three four five <laughs> keep going six keep going why is my thing so slow it's like seven pages on size 11 font on microsoft word no, eight pages. Damn, eight pages. Still going because as we, I've you've just scrolling through the the um thing. Mine is still right edits. So eight pages and seven hours to watch a three and a half hour, three hours forty five minutes uh, press conference. Um, we're gonna hopefully not take that long to go through everything. Um, but we're just gonna give you some surface thoughts, give you some information for those that you know aren't able to. Uh, sit down and watch a press conference. Um, we're gonna try and break things down for you. Uh, give you, give you our opinions on it. Um, I've, pre- me and mine both have pretty much watched the whole press conference. Um, as far as I'm aware, Mike has watched a lot of the Marvel stuff, but again, we can ask him his opinions on things. Now, what's interesting about this investors meeting is that for anyone that's like, in a sense, a nerd or you're, you're tapped into this kind of, into pop culture, you had an idea of a lot of the stuff that was going to be happening. But the thing is, when you have an idea, a lot of it's based off rumors. Like, until something's officially confirmed by the company, 
you don't actually know in it. So it was nice to actually, you know, hear them come out and say certain things and confirm certain actors and confirm certain directors and give things certain dates. Because then, for the most part, as long as the world doesn't, like, you know, go into a, a serious lockdown again or, you know, some super craziness, like we could end up in a world war or something, the dates will, for the most part, stick. You know, unless, like, things, certain things clash, you know, the dates where they are. Um, so I'm just going to say a couple of, a couple of things before we like the first like maybe half an hour of this conversation might be a little bit boring because we're not going to get into the sexiness of Marvel and all that stuff but like I want to like talk a little bit about the business side and what like Disney has going forward so obviously the year 2020 has been a shit year so we haven't had be able to have a San Diego Comic Con well they tried to do one online but it wasn't very good they tried to do a TD23 online but again it wasn't very good like this presentation you could see that they are taking their time and care and listen to the feedback from the previous press conferences and, you know, just put on a really good show considering it was like a show done from home. And what was also interesting to see, like, this show wasn't meant to be entertaining like a D23 or a San Diego Comic-Con. This is for the investors. This is, this is basically like a business boardroom meeting to show the investors, like, who people that put money into Disney and that, you know, have a, a stake in the share of the company, like, what they've got to look forward and how their business is going to grow and how they're going to, you know, recuperate some of the money that they've lost in 2020. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of time and effort was put into the production. Uh, they clearly learned from the abysmal D23 online. I like the fact that between each section or sections that weren't viewable to us as fans of Disney or fans of let's say Marvel or whatever that you know they had a time they had a time of how long roughly we were going to be waiting and as we were waiting there was, there was questions so like earlier on was like oh it was like who is it was not like Dan style he wants to be a millionaire it was like oh um, where did Walt Disney grow up and we have like A Los Angeles B Chicago C New York D um, London and then after like 10 seconds it'll fade out and reveal the answer so that was cool because it kept you even though you're waiting it had something that could keep your attention and then like later on when they got to the intermissions they like you know just to give people time to go stretch their legs and stuff like I was going to fast forward it but then like the very first intermission they were playing Hercules and I was like oh my god this is sick so I was listening to that bounce in my head and I was like oh and then I started seeing the questions like oh I'm actually going to stick around like I could have easily just fast forward it 10 minutes but you know I'm going to stick around I'm going to enjoy it that was pretty cool um on the replay version on the Disney on the Disney online they've cut all that out so again it's just you know so even though like the live stream was like 3 hours 47 minutes I think the Disney version on the website for the replay, they cut a lot of that out. So that was, I think that went down to like three hours, 20 minutes. So it's still a very long ass press conference. Um, yeah. So, um, onto the next bullet point. Um, I like the, how they gave people tips on how to get the best view of the investors day event. So literally on the very beginning, the first like five minutes, like, ah, uh, you know, if you're watching this on the website live, you can like, uh, Google Chromecast it to your TV we're going to be replaying it later like they did a lot of stuff to make you feel like they wanted you there to be watching it and it, and, and they wanted you involved um, again I watched this on YouTube because I watched the whole thing um, if you are someone that you know didn't know about it or you've seen so much craziness you want to see it for yourself uh, it is available on the Disney website the whole event's there um, again I felt that having like Disney music in the background as they transition from presenter to presenter was really cool. Um, I just, again, it was just so subtle 
But like, just again, nice little touch, isn't it? So then they started getting down to the business acumen of um, the presentation. So since Disney Plus launched last year, um, on December, from December 2nd, the last time they checked their stats, they have 86.8 million subscribers to Disney Plus. Mm. They have 38.8 million subscribed to Hulu and they have 11.5 million, um, subscribed to ESPN. And obviously as the year goes on, they expect that to grow. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I was meant to find out how those numbers comparison to Netflix and Amazon, and I failed to do that because I was just taking so long to do. So maybe that's something that we'll touch on on, on, on another day. Um, we were told that, you know, due to the success of cinematic TV shows such as The Mandalorian, they have proven that they can put on shows that are almost movie quality and that people will enjoy. Um so because of that, obviously they've expanded their roster in a sense of what they're going to be putting on Disney Plus. Also, at the same time, I feel like even though, okay, we're nowhere near coming out of the pandemic, but it feels like we are, but Disney don't know. So they're putting a lot of stuff on Disney Plus so that, you know, if people don't feel comfortable to go to the cinema, there's content that they can watch. And that was one of the biggest problems that a lot of people had is that, you know, other than the Mandalorian, what else was there for them to watch on Disney Plus? Like, okay, yes, there's a lot of things that are there for nostalgia, but in terms of new content, you know, there wasn't a lot there, or there wasn't a lot there that a lot of people wanted to watch that would engage to like the general audience. So again, they've learned from that. Um, also found out they're building an Avengers campus at Disney California, which sounded pretty cool. Um, I'm going to get into this a little bit later, but they're launching um another like not a s- service but they're launching another s- another tab on the Disney Plus so if anyone doesn't have a Disney Plus um when you go into Disney Plus it's like split up into I think five segments so you've got um Pixar Marvel Star Wars Nat Geo and so I'm just logging into my Disney Plus now so I can even pull it up um yeah, so you've got Disney stuff, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Now there's going to be another tab called Stars. Now, this is really big for the UK. Um, like I said, I'm going to get probably get into it more when I go down the notes, but it essentially means that we finally get to watch legally shows on Hulu and FX for those that don't have Sky, Sky, Sky account, because I'm pretty sure on Sky there's an FX channel. Anyone got Sky? Yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah, there is. So, there, so there is an FX yeah. channel. There so, is, yes. And on that X- FX channel, do you get like all the American shows? That I don't know because I don't watch it. Okay, fair enough. My, um, I think you do. I don't know. I don't watch English TV anymore, so <laughs> I can't really give a complete answer to it. But from what I used to watch it, like at night time, you'd get like Archer, you get all the Adult Swim stuff. Mm-hmm. I think like that. So yeah, you probably do get a lot more American stuff, but okay. probably depends on what time you watch. All right, fair enough. So again, it's big because like um, I was chatting the groups that was it Space Odyssey or that you know that one that was done by like the uh, I want to say it's the Family Guy guy, but it was like a Family. space show. Um, oh sorry, let me try and. Oh wait, wait, what show? Wait, what? Um, space Odyssey or. 
It was something like oh, space related. Yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're on about. Um, final, final space. No, not what final space because final space is on Netflix. Yeah, that's on Netflix. It might, it might be Space Odyssey then. Yeah. Actually, would probably be Space Odyssey. And obviously, we couldn't watch that. And I was like, like when I listened to a lot of the other American podcasts, they were like, ah, oh. um, they were talking about how good this was. And it was just, and it was just like, um, well, I can't watch it because, again, unless I want to watch it illegally. I have no way of accessing it, so I'm have to, and now, you know, Disney. Has, and the only thing is, I'm a little bit annoyed is that supposedly Disney Stars was available in India, and obviously because it went over successfully in India, and now expanding that across the board. Um, so anyway, well, I'm gonna I'm I'm get to that. So Stars is basically Hulu outside of America. Um, again, just as a as a, even though I'm older now in it, but like it was still big to see. Um, one of the guys that did the presentation was Kareem Daniel. He was a chairman and me, uh, he was a chairman of media and entertainment distribution. And he was a black guy and it was nice. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you work hard and you do the right things, you can rise to the top. So that was a proud moment, isn't it? Like, I don't know him, but it just made me smile that he was a black dude and like, in a sense, a powerful position. Again, his guap. I like that. Um, another thing that they talked about in like the business portion of it is that, um, in a sense, they're going to have a, a, a new Disney Plus Originals logo and a lot of their, like, in a sense, Disney Originals is going to have that logo in front of it. So they're kind of doing what Netflix had been doing with their Netflix Originals. So now Disney are going to have their their Originals. Um, just in a sense, a quick summary. Over the next few years, they're planning on having 10 Marvel series, uh, 10 Star Wars series, um, 15 live action slash animation slash Pixar series plus a brand new feature shows of like little behind the scenes Pixar documentaries and shorts so that was pretty cool again I love when a company listens to their fans in a sense and obviously yes at some you know it's a good thing for them to do to listen to their fans because obviously yep. they want to make money they want to make more money let's, let's say that so Kind of in a sense, following the Netflix formula, they plan on having something new on the service every week, uh, which is a problem that, like I said, a problem that a lot of people had. They didn't feel like there was enough content on this new content on Disney Plus. Um, the only thing that I thought was a little bit annoying, um, and I, I need them to expand on this in the future. But it sounds like some of the products that they had planned to go to cinema, some of the Pixar stuff, maybe it weren't some of the stuff that they thought would, you know, make a lot of money, are now going to be released as Disney Originals and are only going to be available on Disney+. Plus. So there'll be some films that initially they had planned to give it a cinematic release. Um, again, won't be. And I, I wonder whether that's because of the pandemic and they feel like, well, obviously, yes, that's going to be a large factor, but I think they've, I wonder if they think that it's going to take a while for people to start going back to the cinema. So only big movies would tempt people out. What, 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 what are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, I think that um, <clears throat> this is a, this is actually a move by Disney because they're still thinking that in some places the pandemic might last a bit longer than others. Mm -hmm. So I think a couple of bases they'll have um, they'll roll out obviously all these new features on Disney Plus mm -hmm. with Disney Plus, and then. As you know, besides it goes back to normal and cinema start opening up again and whatnot, they'll then do, um, like you suggested, they'll then release their movies onto the big screen, especially the quickly acting movies onto the big screen. Mm. Um, 
before then sent before then putting it onto uh, Disney Plus. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the direction. I think it's a smart one. Mm-hmm. Um, purely because um, you can even do things like um, well, basically every time some, uh, a movie goes out to a box office, it's usually a big indicator of how well the movie does anyway. Yeah. So. Using the, using the feedback they get from box office uh, numbers, they can also see how much longer they need to keep it out, things they need to change, blah, blah. And then what they could do is even do something like um, like uh, an advanced service where you only have to wait a couple of months before the movie's on Disney+, Plus, especially if you try to push out uh, new features. Yeah. So yeah, they can, they can go either way with this thing. I think, I think it's really smart they're doing it now. Um, you know what I mean? Like Netflix was around before, Hulu was around before, Amazon Prime was around before um, the pandemic. Yeah. So it's not as if people won't, um, <coughs> won't you know, buy buy the service and use the service. Um, so yeah, it's a really good move from them. Michael, what, what do you think on that? It's a smart move. Like some would say that Disney started the pandemic to get this going. <laughs> but no, <laughs> um, nah, it is actually probably the smart move. Um, because they, I think they realized on how much money they probably made by actually releasing the movies on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like obviously, recently you said that Mulan you had to pay to watch it when it first came out. Yeah, twenty pounds. And, like, and then obviously, and you can I can imagine that a lot of people pay twenty pounds. A lot of people probably pay twenty pounds to watch it. So it, it's 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 something that's a good investment for them to do. Um, as they see the traction, especially with everything that they're starting to do, so TV show, because I'm recall they wanted to try, they want to try put over a hundred shows out within the next year. Yeah, hundred like, shows. And looking at it, it's not like it's not possible. Oh it's yeah, that's two a week. Very, that's it's two, very possible. That's two a week. Like, Netflix puts out more than that. <laughs> it, yeah, it, 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 it is. It is more than possible. And the thing is, if if obviously it's going to blow because they're doing Marvel shows that are going to link to the movie, it's like, yo, come on, that they're just going to, like, it's going to be a battle between Netflix is going to end up coming out with something soon, oh, yeah. saying they're doing something now because it's going to be an intense situation for them because it's going to be a battle. The only thing I'm the only thing I'm going to say is that I don't think Mulan actually did well. Um, I don't think the numbers were that great, to be honest. Um, so I think a lot of the stuff um, that comes out will be uh, following in a sense the HBO uh, situation where it's going to be like free for maybe a week and then later on because why am I paying £20 for Mulan to watch it in September when I can wait a couple of months and watch it for free in December in, do, you know, yeah. do you see what I'm saying uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about Mulan tomorrow um, yeah we'll talk we'll, about we'll, we'll talk about Mulan tomorrow <laughs> alright um, what's next uh, um, so yeah, um, 10 Marvel series, 10 Star Wars, 15 live action, said that already, uh, side news, so, uh, again, so this is some of the stuff that we knew already, some of it's getting rehashed, um, which is just nice to have it confirmed, uh, Soul coming to Disney Plus, as we knew before, um, oh, so oh, said that already, um, yeah, so this is what annoyed me, yeah, so Hot Stars was basically Hulu that they had in India, it was a combination of their adult material from Fox, but also it had like a lot of local content as well. And I think the reason why they did it in this, because I think Disney already owned the channel or the company called Stars out there. 
So it's kind of like a collaboration kind of thing where, you know, maybe the Disney name wasn't so strong, but the star's name was. I can't remember what that's called in business terms, but there is a there is a word for doing that. And um, they've used that and they've seen that it's successful. So we're finally going to be getting that kind of version over here. And what I thought was really like, when you're only in your country and you focus on your stuff in a sense, like we, you know, we have Sky Sports, um, we have uh, Virgin. So we, you know, those are our kind of um, ch- um, channels or, or cable distributors. Do you know what I mean? So we don't realize that one of your other countries, they have other things in it. So like what was cool about listening to them talk about stars in India, like it covers the cricket, it covers um, like a lot of Bollywood movies and yeah. things that would appeal to Indian audience. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and again, I'm glad that's been successful because like I said, that success is now bringing it over to the UK. So effectively, in America, it's going to be called Hulu. In Europe, it's going to be called Stars. In Latin America, it's going to be called Stars Plus. And with that, they're going to you know have football and shows that appeal to um, a South American audience. And then in, I think, India and like, that kind of area, Eastern Eastern Asia and Oceanic. I think it's going to be called Hot Stars. Uh, no, it's going to be called Disney Plus Hot Stars. But they're, in a sense, all going to be the same thing. So again, that's pretty cool. Um, I probably will talk about that again in my notes further down. Um, Disney's also got a deal with Comcast. So you can get Disney Plus and ESPN in a bundle. Um, I don't think we get that here because I think over here, doesn't BT Sports own ESPN? Yes. So yeah, so BT, but that's the thing. I think it's, it's, it's BT, that's right, ESPN yeah. Plus. Yes. Yeah. No, so BT yeah. Sports has ESPN Plus as well. Yes, I think they, yeah, I think BT Sports own it here in mm. England. So I don't know if you're gonna, if we're gonna have access to it on the app for free Disney Plus unless you have VPN. Yeah. Oh, I've got a VPN. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that, I think that's what, um, that's what will happen. I don't think we'll get the ESPN unless they strike a deal with BT Sports. Well, the thing um, is that... I've, the thing that I've, Sorry, the thing that I was going to say earlier, um, earlier, say down in a couple of lines down, is that in the UK, Disney Plus has a deal with O2. So it'll be interesting to see if how that works. Obviously, BT is also... Um, a phone provider, is it not? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah. BT is actually so a phone provider. If, they, if they've got a deal with O2 already with Disney+, Plus, then chances are they wouldn't be able to get that ESPN deal, ESPN deal as well because then, like, in a sense, there'll be a conflict of interest. But then again, I feel like the right, a lot of the TV rights are getting renewed in 2021 or getting changed. So maybe that's why they can now launch... Um, Disney stars and why we can now get Hulu in, in the UK. Um, maybe we might get ESPN because one of the things that's a little bit annoying for for some people is that a lot of the Premier League games don't the three o'clock games don't get shown because of contracts contract rights and stuff like that. Where mm. in other markets they have the licenses to watch the three 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 o'clock kickoffs. Um, there's there's a problem with that. So there's um before the pandemic and everything. You weren't allowed to what the British laws, the way that they had the contracts over here, mm. is that we weren't allowed. But in international now, they bought the games 
it's the internationals of America. You can watch you can watch the games like in other countries you can watch the English games, three PM games or the championship games. But obviously since the pandemic happened now, like that doesn't really matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like things will start to things things might change. Like they might try and keep like pay to watch the game at home or go to the stadium and watch it. So they might that might still stay in effect for the mm. football. Yeah, well, again, it'll just be very interesting. Uh, I'm just gonna apologize if I like start slurring my words a little bit. I have the drinking, um, which I don't normally do, but it's been it's a Friday, it's been a long day, and I've been working hard writing all these notes. Um, it's true, it's true. So, again, I just want to mention that they played the all right. So, <coughs> stars, yeah. So these are my notes I've got for stars. Star and Star Plus will be basically Hulu for American audience and where um, sorry for um, audiences outside of America so any content on Disney Plus that they normally have in the UK um, in America that we don't normally have is going to be on Stars, so it's going to be a new tab uh, Stars Europe will be integrating with Disney Plus so that means we're going to be getting a lot of the FX stuff a lot of stuff on Hulu um, and I didn't realise that meant stuff like um, Scrubs Archer um, uh, how I met your mother. Um, a lot of content that we're now gonna have access to, and some of those content was original on Netflix. So again, Netflix is losing some of the content that they have to Disney Plus. So again, it's gonna be very interesting. Um, it's planning on being launched on February twenty third, twenty twenty one. Um, because of the added subscription of the stars and the added shows, uh, they're to reflect that they're planning to raise the price to eight ninety nine euros. So it's roughly an increase of two euros. So that again means that probably are roughly two pounds more for us. Uh, one of the good things is that you get six months grace. So depending on where how long your contract is, if you're paying monthly, you don't have that pay rise for six months. So, but at some point, you're gonna get a pay rise, isn't it? Um, so stars is aimed at older teens, adults. So stuff adult and adult viewing. So stuff like Family Guy, Deadpool. Mayans and the one the, the animated thing that I was talking about earlier is Soul Opposites um, mm-hmm. and these things will be aimed at 18 like it'll be stuff that are aimed at mature audience isn't it and um, basically moving forward to access that information you have to log into your Disney Plus um, read like you know the safety guidelines whatever and then like allow um, mature content to be shown up and um, putting your password and stuff. And I thought that was really cool because what that means as well is that when they do that, because right now, if you go into, well, I don't know if, I'm not even going to search it right now, but as far as I know, as it stands right now, stuff like Logan, Deadpool, um, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., Legion aren't in the Marvel section and not even just in the Marvel section. I don't think they're on Disney+. Um, they are. They are on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, they are on Disney+. Plus. I still, I still Marvel, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., on Disney Plus earlier today, um, which reminds me, I need to start. I need to rewatch that. I haven't um, watched it, but, but yeah, it's on. It is on. Like all the Marvel stuff are all on there. Like mm-hmm. that is for sure. Well, I have just typed in Logan, and Logan is not there. Oh, I don't care about Logan. No, but I'm 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 just saying because that is of mature content. All right, let me yeah, know. it is, but I'm not sure if they put a lot. There's there's probably some stuff that they haven't actually put in, but Marvel Agents of Shield is there. I can give you, I can tell you that for Oh yeah, no, I, can, I can see that. Yes, yeah, there. But um, according to the guy I was talking, he's basically like in the Marvel section. These shows will be there of 
if you've asked, if you have enabled the mature content, it will be there. Maybe I'm seeing it because my account's already, in a sense, not set up as a child's account. Um, what was our thing? Is, is, let me just type in Legion. Because Legion's of a mature contact, content. Yeah, Legion's not on here. So from when they do the stars, those kind of shows will be on there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like dead, I don't know. As far as I'm, 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 I'm gonna guess Deadpool isn't on Disney Plus. No, it's not. So when from so from February, Deadpool and any of the content that is of a, of an adult nature or more mature nature will be there. So that's pretty cool because again, I've just searched Deadpool. Deadpool's not on there. Um, so again, kind of talking about what I was talking about earlier, Stars Plus. Sorry. Stars Plus will be a standalone for Latin American, including sports and local content, and that's coming in June twenty twenty, June twenty twenty one. So, if you're someone that's listening to us and you're from Latin America, you're gonna get Stars Plus. If you're someone that's listening to us in Europe, we're gonna get Stars. If you're someone that's listening to us in East India somewhere, um, or Eastern Eastern Asian continents, you're gonna get Hot Stars. And as Thomas finally said in the chat, that sounds like you're getting a porn channel. So, welcome to Disney's Hot Stars. So, boy. That's gonna be interesting. Alright. Hulu. Hulu was something that Disney got as part of the Fox acquisition. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So uh, and obviously one of the things about Hulu was Hulu was an online streaming con uh channel and obviously they've used Disney has kind of used the infrastructure to like springboard Disney Plus and use what they've you know, the expertise of Hulu to make Disney Plus as successful as it's been. Um, I hate Hulu. I don't even use Hulu. I, I, I swear we don't get Hulu in the UK normally. I hate Hulu. No, we <laughs> do, but it's just not... It hasn't got a, the range of uh, movies that I like. No, uh, so obviously Hulu is one of those ones where you're searching for a movie that you wanted to watch and you want to watch it so badly and then you finally find the link and you go to click on it and it starts to play for 10 seconds and it goes, sign up to Hulu. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I hate it. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then when you try to sign up, it goes, sorry, but this is not available in your country. I'm just like, and what's the point of you being here? <laughs> like, but now that, yeah, that now that Disney, but now that Disney Plus have it, because obviously Hulu, see, this is this is where Disney, this is where Disney have sort of taken the line and they've sort of run away with everything. Mm-hmm. But obviously with Hulu now, you can watch sports off of Hulu. Yeah. So if if you're a big wrestling fan, you can watch your wrestling off of Hulu. You can watch your sports off. You can watch basketball. Nice. You can watch your baseball. Like. Hulu does a lot, and it's Disney have sort of they're, they're sort of trying to I don't know, but they sort of, they're sort of just trying to take over, and they they are taking over with this acquisition, and it's gonna be insane for everyone else and how they go do this oh, because I know there was because I know there was talks obviously before sorry I know there was talks before on. Obviously, Netflix potentially starting to show Premier League games, like trying to trying to show live sports. So that might end up pushing them into like trying to make a deal with the Premier League on how to do it. Mm. But it's yeah. So a lot again. A lot. Sorry to like interject there, but it'll be very interesting because like um, 
the Premier League has a deal with Amazon. Like over the Christmas period, Amazon shows. So I think they started last year. Am- Amazon will show some of the Premier yeah. League games. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens there. Um, uh, Amazon only have the two weeks, but they only have the six of. They only have the six to like the twentieth, twenty something of December, and that's it. They only have two weeks of football. Okay. <laughs> Um, blah, 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 blah. all right, so this next portion of the um Disney presentation was a little bit boring for me. It was like they were talking about some of the Hulu content, and um, it wasn't like I said, it wasn't that great for me because again, I wasn't interested in the Hulu stuff. But again, these three, the, sh- the couple of shows I'm gonna mention next are all gonna be available on Hulu or Stars, depending on your location. Uh, Only Murders of the Building is going to be starring Steve Martin, uh, Martin Shaw and Selena Gomez. Uh, the Dropout is, a, is another show that's coming up to Hulu. Uh, Dope Sick is going to be starring... Dope Sick? I, that might not be right. And no one uh, fact-checked that for me. Uh, but it's going to be starring Michael Keaton, Rosario Dawson, and Pia Sarsgaard. Uh, the next show is Nine Perfect Strangers. Um... I want to see this because, like, I think the cast is pretty cool. It's got Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, and Regina Hall. So I think that could be an interesting show. And uh, they talked about some of their returning hits again, like New Season. So Rami, um, again, I've screwed up here somehow. Uh, I've, I've got down the great. I don't know what I was meant to put there. Uh, and the Handsmaid's, hand, the Handsmaid's Tale. And um, I've heard that's a, meant to be a really good show. I've never watched it. It's not something that interests, interests me. But that be it have any of you guys heard of any of the shows and does any of them excite you no nope, <laughs> right <laughs> i've heard of the handmaidens tell um i've heard of that as well funny story on that show i mm, probably shouldn't say this uh, <laughs> say I, don't it. I don't know if anyone's good i don't know if anyone particular is going to be listening to it but um obviously we're seeing this 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 person in before and they told me about this story i was like what sort of nonsense is this like so they give so they basically take people that are fertile have, get let them give birth and then take the babies away and then have the, the person that gave birth as a servant it's like how about what sort of nonsense are you trying to put into my Put into my head. Yeah. Sounds, like, sounds very weird. I just sat there. Yeah, I just sat there. I was like, um, this doesn't make much sense to me, but okay. Cool. Mm. Whatever. Cool. Alright, so right, well, we're actually going through this a bit quicker than I thought we would. Alright, FX. I've come like I said mentioned earlier, I forgot that Archer was an FX show, because I normally watch my Archer on Netflix. Um again. I don't mind if they pull it off Netflix now because if it's going to go on Disney Plus, I have this I have access to Disney Plus. So it's a win-win for me. Um, four new seasons of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a show that Thomas loves. I don't know why. I've never seen it. Uh, have any of you guys seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. no. Isn't it to do with superheroes or something? I didn't think so. No. I think, no. It's just got, I think it's just got to do with people in Philadelphia. I feel like it's got to do something with wrestling. Oh, oh, maybe it's wrestling. Uh, yeah, I think he's got to do something with wrestling, but because that's where wrestling sort of started in Philadelphia. Oh, um, I have no idea. Anyway, but, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's been it's been renewed for four more seasons. Um, so mm-hmm. it makes it the record for. Let me even pull it up because I want to get this on right because we had a conversation in the group. Um, yeah, so 
It always sunny in Philadelphia has been renewed through season eighteen, making it the longest running live action sitcom in TV history. Pretty cool. I like that. Um, for those that you know are big fans of that, I'm sure you will enjoy it. Um, then they went on to talk about some FX exclusives that we can now finally watch legally in the UK uh, is Devs, which I heard a lot of my American podcast friends talk about it and then I wanted to watch it, but couldn't. Uh, this is America, no idea what that's about. And The Teacher, again, no idea what it's all about. Uh, some sh- new shows coming up uh, or shows that are popular on FX that we are now going to be getting outside of the United States of America, which is sweet because not everything rolls around you, America. Like there are <laughs> other countries, you know, let us get some love. Let us get some shows. Um, but yeah, we're going to get The Old Man with Jeff Bridges. Um, American Horror Stories by Ryan Murphy, which I don't, yeah, I don't do horror. That's on Netflix. Is that on Netflix? Oh, well, now it's going to yeah, be, yeah. now it's going to be on F, well, I'm guessing it's on FX in America, but again, we are now getting that deal where we're going to be able to see it. So, sweet. Um, platform by Novak Ritter, by Novak Ritter of The Office. I don't know. My notes are all over the place right now. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Reservation Dogs is going to be a show done by Taika Waititi. I'm looking forward to that because, like, I love what he's done. Wait, a show? Yeah, it's a show. On it's FX. A movie. What, Reservation Dogs? Oh, wait, no, I might be talking about Reservoir Dogs. We have to go Reservoir yeah, Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. This is a Reservation yeah. Dogs. So, again, uh, just from the, like, the photo image that they used... It looks like it's going to be based on, like, Indians that were, like, live on um, a reservation. Um, it could be interesting. I like Takwai. I've only ever really seen, like, what he's done on, um, for, uh, before and um, Jojo Rabbit. They were both funny things. And I like him as, um, is it Korg from... Did he play Korg? I want to say he played Korg. I thought he was funny in that. Uh, I think so. Why the Last Man graphic novel vibe by the Diane Lane. Aliens, the Aliens franchise, FX is doing like a, I don't know if it's a TV show, if it's a movie, or if it's a sequel, but I suppose it's going to be an alien movie that's set on the like that. a TV show. Yeah, it's most likely going to be a TV show. Cool. Well, and supposedly... How and how Aliens and all that came about. Well, I suppose it's going to be set on Earth. There's also Aliens uh, comic that's being greenlit by Marvel. Nice. That's so, cool. um, yeah, so I think it begins in 2021, March 2021, I think. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I have any tie into this alien, um, movie that's coming out, but yeah, it should be interesting. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Last thing. Hmm. And then we're going to sense going to get to the good stuff. You know what I mean? The good, good. Um, all right. Shogun. Shogun is going to be, in effect, the Japanese Game of Thrones. And I'm excited for that because anyone that knows me, I'm a big lover of Japanese culture. Obviously, anime is my thing, but I like samurais. I like ninjas. And Shogun, I'm pretty sure it's, like, it's going to be set in the Edo period and it's going to be following um, the samurai. And yeah, man, I'm just excited. Like, again, you know that there's gonna be some six sword play, you know, you're probably gonna get some a bit of etchiness and some bar scenes. Um but yeah, what what just from my excitement, what do you guys think of a show called Shogun? Yeah, sounds good. Um the only see the only Shogun I know of is uh you know playing Shogun 2 and whatnot. Um Shogun 2 War series and whatnot. Um 
obviously from the Japanese culture, like, isn't a shogun supposed to be this sort of almost like a lord or something, right? Yeah, so shogun's basically like the chief of command of like <laughs> your army in a sense, isn't it? Like, so if you obviously, right. um, there's a group of samurai, the shogun's like the leader of that group of samurai. So if you're in charge of the army, the shogun's just in charge of that army kind of thing, innit? Like, okay, cool, to be cool. a shogun, you've obviously got to be a badass, do you know what I mean? So, oh yeah, 100%, 100%. And again, if it's yeah. going to be like the politics of the Edo period and stuff like that, it's, it, it's going to be cool. That, like, again, I hope it, it works, innit? Because obviously, I'm a big fan of the, uh, Game of Thrones. Um, it's got some, like, some of the writers from Game of Thrones are actually going to be involved in this show. Um, I'm excited, man. Like, I'm down in it, like it. it uh, Which yeah. was when was the Edo period? Was the Edo period after the war in the states? Uh, uh, no, long before that. Long before that. Okay, cool. Actually, it was. I'm sure it was definitely long before that. Like it, it was probably one of the best. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Edo, Edo is after the Warren States period because Tokugawa Iesu was after Oda Nobunaga. So yeah, all right, cool. Never mind. Well, according, he... according to what I'm looking at here, it's saying um, the Togo, the, 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 well, the Togawa Shogunate was like between the 1600s to 1650, but that could yeah. be something completely different. Again. I thought it was a Togo, it was the Edo period, but you know I could be completely wrong. No, no, no. It probably is. It probably is the Edo period. I just wanted to know where in history does it land. That's what I wanted to know. But I'm gonna say yeah, anywhere between yeah. the 1600s and the 1800s, which is a okay. big, big time span to give give a guesstimate. But that's 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 what I'm gonna go with. All right. So in a sense, yeah, this is where we get to the sexy part of the uh press conference in it this is where yeah and and you know what yeah forgive me yeah i kind of forgot lucasfilm did other stuff other than star wars because i just saw <laughs> kathleen kennedy i was like oh crap yeah star wars time boom yeah. as the perfect press conference went on she started talking about other things in it all right so i've done it in order of the announcements well i thought i did because i feel like something's been come off so anyway they talked about the mandalorian which was cool. And then they announced two shows set in the Mandalorian time period. The first mm-hmm. was Rangers of the New Republic. And the second yes. was ah- ah- Ahsoka, which is going to be about Ahsoka Tana. And like I said, just yeah. mentioned, they're both set in the Mandalorian timeline. And we're expected to get this in Christmas 2021. Um, mm-hmm. But that wasn't fully clear. However, I'm going to hand this next little segment to talk about these two shows um, over to mine, who's basically our Star Wars expert. Let's go. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Tell me about <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic. Why should I be excited? What am I planning to look to see? Right. So, as you said, it's well, both um, Ahsoka and Rangers of the New Republic are set in the same time period as uh, as the Mandalorian. Only things are like the Rangers of the New Republic. I don't know where they are in terms of location compared to the Mandalorian. Um, I do know, but well, what we've been hinted at is that there'll be some sort of massive finale. Um, with Rangers of the New Republic being done in 2022 as it's the earliest possible um, date we've been given uh, for a series starts airing. Um, <clears throat> I think of Ahsoka is that... So, the Ahsoka series is, is, is again, is set the same period as Mandalorian and Rangers of the New Republic, but with this one, it also leads directly on from... Um, 
Star Wars Rebels, um, where we see Ezra Bridger actually um, being sent into uh, hyperspace by uh, a creature known as the Pergil. Um, and he's with Admiral Thrawn, which kind of ties into why Ahsoka in Mandalorian wants to find Thrawn, probably to find Ezra Bridger. Um, so this this is really exciting because it means that you have a few tie-ins here between TV series, um, the anime TV series, and the um, live-action TV series. Um, again, with Rage of the New Republic, um, I don't know anything about it except that it's going to be crossover. It's going to be doing a crossover with Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and we might even see in Mandalorian. So it is something to be excited about because this this could be a brand new um, crew or brand new characters they're bringing into Star Wars and make it canon. Um, and they can do a lot of things with this, so um, it's, it's good. It's, it, I mean, I think everyone should be excited for this. It's an expansion on what we already know of Star Wars. Mm. Mike, Mike, what are your thoughts on these two shows so far? Well, going off of The Mandalorian and Ahsoka, that was going to be an interesting one to see how that how they play, play her out. Mm-hmm. And it should be fun because I liked her in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously in Clone Wars, obviously it's a cartoon, but still. Um, <laughs> but it will be it will be interesting to see because obviously that means there's going to be future crossovers between Mandalorian and the other shows. So they're going to start doing. It's sort of like they're doing a they're going to end up doing a DC universe with Star Wars, um, and having crossovers here and there. Yeah. So like maybe they might have a big feature where they all have to work together or. Have to do something to fight the, um, the empire. Mm-hmm. So you know what the, the prospects and the, the the vision that they have is li- literally limitless. Like mm-hmm. they they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah. So this is kind of con- it's going to be. Oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. And, and it is going to be fun to see how they plan this out within the next couple of years. Cool. So all I want to say know. this relates to pretty much everything Star Wars. As long as um, uh, why am I forgetting his name? <laughs> I forget his name. I remember one of the guys' name, Dave Filoni, and um, oh my day, what's the other guy's name? Uh, for Crates of Mandalorian, or yeah, so you have Dave Filoni and John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah. As long as yeah. them two are involved with everything to do with Star Wars to like make sure the continuity continuity is great, the quality is great, like. I think I'm down for everything that we're gonna we're gonna talk about on the slate because those two have kind of like revitalized Star Wars in a way that f- like literally what it doesn't matter whether you're a fan of the new trilogy or somebody you didn't you hate the, the hate the new trilogy it seems that everyone loves the Mandalorian now even though I have my problems with like not being able to binge it because obviously Netflix has spoiled me like I still enjoy the show. Do you know what I mean? Like every episode so far, so far has been a, either a solid free piece or a whole chicken. I don't think there's been an episode. I've watched an episode and been like, eh, this is a bit meh. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's kind of gonna go with everything I talk about. Um, one little thing, just from a little like personal standpoint, uh-huh. I love the stagecraft that they have and they they use for the Mandalorian. And if you've seen the um, gallery, you'll like you'll know more of what I'm talking about. I knew they were going to be making more and maybe I forgot but I they mentioned that they're making one in London now if anyone is listening to this podcast you're in that industry I want to visit the set of the stagecraft you don't nothing needs to be happening nothing needs to be filming I just want to see it 
because I just think it'd just be something really cool to look at. Like one of the things that I kind of love when I go to like watching theater plays with Dell is when they like you know you see like the traps and how they make things move about. I like that kind of stuff. Like I'm, what's the word? Like I'm in, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. So I, I would love to go and see it. Uh, and yeah, if there's anyone out there that knows how to make that happen, hit me up, man. Like I really want to see the stage club. I want to see how it works. I want to see like what the computer system that they use behind. I want to see how they make sure everything's in the grip. Like, oh, I just, I'm just excited, man. Like, you just want to nerd out a little bit. I, yeah, I just want to nerd out a little bit. Exactly. I just want to see the screens. I want to like, you know, talk to someone that might be like a, a tech that's, you know, was, you know, it's their job to kind of make sure the resolution stays fine. Make sure like, you know, it doesn't lag. Like, I just really want to see it and like kind of see it even you want to see it that bad? I really do want to see it. Like, I don't think you understand oh, okay. how how cool it looks and like it's revol it's it's revolutionising in acting. Do you know what I mean? Not not acting, but like it's revolutionising um how we film things, especially in the pandemic. So that's another one of the reasons why like the Mandalorian could keep on filming during the pandemic because for the most part you can do things socially distancing because you can have one character in a in a shot. And then they're in a shot of there's a computer screen. No one else needs to be there. You could like they can have you can have a bunch of people walking in the background and stuff, and they it's not CGI. It's like a video. It's like a video, bro. Like have you have you even seen the gallery, Michael? Yes. All right. All right. Let let, let leave it to me. Yeah. Right. Mm. I I potentially okay. Mm. I'm not saying I can. Mm. I'm not saying I can. Mm. But I could potentially get us onto a set um, of a movie that's being done because I know. Um, obviously went to the Wonder Woman 1984 set and mm. you saw a lot of different stuff so I could potentially get us into a set that would be cool. and see something but that, uh, don't hold me to it at the moment oh, no, that's, right, that's cool like, and, and anything in a sense to kind of grow the brand so that we could potentially be in that situation where we're not like begging people to go see a set but like we'd actually get invited and be in a sense of uh, uh, part of the press like imagine how cool it would be for Blurs or us to be on a red carpet doing some interviews and stuff like that like how dope would that be like oh man that would be sick but again that involves I'll be walking the red carpet uh, huh? I'll be walking the red carpet yeah, this guy's so gassed man <laughs> but um, that stuff takes like hard work and passion like not I say we've got passion but it takes a lot of craft, doesn't it? All right, so the next thing um, that they announced in terms of Lucasfilms and Star Wars, uh, in 2022, we're going to get Andor. Um, this is going to be a spy thriller. It's been created by Tony Gilroy, which he is the guy that created Born Identity, so that's sick. Um, we're going to be getting, we're getting the return of Diego Luna as Cassius Endor, obviously why it's called Endor, from Rogue One. Uh, it's always also going to be st- starring Stellan Skarsgård, um, and a whole bunch of other people, and that's the only guy's name I wrote down. Uh, Andor special look, um, and they announced that they started recording it two weeks ago. So again, that's in, and that's going to be also utilizing um, the stagecraft that they use in Mandalorian, um, and mm-hmm. it's going to be twelve episodes long. Uh, mine, give us your expert Star Wars um, opinion on this one. Um, this would just be a fun one to see, um, especially in the events leading to uh, Rogue One. We get to see more of that in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Um, we know, I mean, we know that um, uh, Cassian died um, during the Battle of Scarif. 
What did you say, Mark? Did you say spoilers? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. You've not oh, seen Rogue One? I've had years to see it. Bro, Sorry, that movie's bro. like two, three years old. No, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here with that crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, was I think his service to the Republic actually started, um, I think, towards the late stages of the Clone Wars or just before the Clone Wars. So things between the Clone Wars, him as a, as a kid. I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm just speculating. Um, it's him as a kid and then living through into the rebellion stages so um yeah um scheduled for release in 2022 and with 12 episodes like nana said um this should be this should be uh good i mean it'll be interesting because it's just another side to uh star wars that hasn't been explored too much so that's my take on it <laughs> cool cool what mike thoughts opinions on cassian endor looking forward to it i actually liked his character in rogue one mm. like because obviously in the trailer like he does say like he's really he was really upset that like he went to the premiere and like he was excited about the he was excited about the movie but he was also upset because that was, it was only one movie yeah yeah like, exactly you could never do anything else like it showed you how they got the specs for the starship and and it's like oh well now we get to see actually get to see what made him him in Rogue One, mm-hmm. and it yeah. will give us it will give us a bigger insight to the whole character and why he was how he was throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, so yeah. It, it'll be a, it'll be a it'll be a fun series to watch. Like it'll be probably twelve episodes or six. I can't yeah, remember no, what they said. It was twelve episodes. It's going to be twelve episodes. Twelve episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be twelve episodes. It'll probably be one season mm-hmm. as well. I doubt they'll be able to do two. Maybe if they push it, maybe they can find other stuff. But. Yeah, I, one season yeah they really need to do and, two seasons at all they can experiment in one season and that's just something small for uh rogue one yeah yeah exactly all right cool so again a lot of a lot a lot of the stuff that we're gonna, we're gonna talk about stuff that has been rumors in the past um it's finally confirmed that they are 100 percent doing an obi-wan series uh this series is gonna be set 10 years after revenge of the sith uh hayden christian will be back as darth vader um, this is going to be directed by Deborah Chow. Um, they will start. They will direct. Deborah Chow will direct, and I think they be. Oh, in March next year they start filming, so it's going to start filming in, in March. Which mm, I don't know. Probably that means we're going to get a 2022 release. Uh, mine, give us your Star Wars expert view on this. I mean, I'm not that much of an expert. I'm just a massive... <laughs> again, I'm a massive nerd. You've been promoted um, to Star Wars expert. You are, okay, you okay. are part of the Jedi Council. All right. Um, so... Yeah, so basically the Kenobi story, uh, story continues. Uh, you know, during the Clone Wars, when we see a fight between him and Darth Maul over Luke Skywalker, again, this is what you see in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um very very beautifully shot and had a lot of um uh similarities to uh episode one phantom menace um so yeah and, and during this fight it's uh like i said it's darth maul and uh kenobi fighting over luke skywalker um Obi one trying to protect him and darth, um, darth maul trying to turn him into uh into his father well, a, a, a student a student of, of the dark side mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, so Ewan McGregor reprises his role as Kenobi. Um, and during this time, I expect to see the most growth in his character. Um, you know, especially where because he no longer has the Jedi Council around him, that I'm not sure if his only point of contact at this moment in time is um, Master Yoda. But I think with this, we'll see him a lot more. How to maybe? Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see a lot more story with with uh, Kenobi. You know, I guess his position of the dark side um, might be a thing because he's lost so many people. He might be more tempted to do that. Um, we might see. Um, a case where you know he might even do something drastic or tattooing that might mean that might be that mean that just you know changes something about that or adds to the story that I, never knew I, before, I so. don't think we're gonna get before anything that. I don't think we're gonna get anything on tattooing. I right. yeah I don't think we're gonna unless maybe on a final episode of that season you might see how Obi Wan you know got took Luke to tattooing and ended up there. Yeah. But I don't yeah, think yeah. like now okay. Even though the show is going to be called Obi Wan, yeah, and I saw on Pop Culture Leftovers website that the logo for Obi Wan, the eye, is done in the shape of Obi Wan Kenobi's lightsaber, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Even though it's going to be called Obi Wan, yeah, I really want to see it, see a lot of Darth Vader. I want it to almost be as much as his show as Obi Wan's show. I want it mm. to be as much of Darth Vader hunting down the remaining jedi and absolutely wrecking their shit and just killing people so like killing jedis and just wreaking havoc i don't know how that's gonna work but that's what i would love to see in it like i i want just as much obi-wan as i want as much as start uh, of darth vader um michael what are your thoughts on hayden christian coming back to play darth vader hmm see <laughs> <laughs> See, I like Christian Hayden. Alright. I like him. But Same here. but the thing is my issue is he's not really gonna be talking as much. He'll be talking but it's gonna be through a modulator. Yeah. Like, what difference does it make? He could have put anyone in it. Mm. Um as as bad as as bad as it is to say, you literally could have put anyone else he could have put anyone in, in, in the suit. Maybe this is, have, this is Hayden unless is Hayden Christian's redemption for um, his awful performance in the prequels and how the fans have like abused it? Oh. If you can put in a good performance in this, whether it's voice acting or just being the the person in the suit, like if, if it's done well, I I guess it's a chance for him. To, like I said, it's a chance for him to get some redemption. No, see, no, see, see, I I feel wrong. I feel I feel that people are a bit too harsh because I liked him. All right, look. You've got a nice guy, great guy, and then his love dies. Mm. Like, you've got people twisting around your head. Like, he played it well. Yeah. I don't know why people... He played it... He did play it well. Like, who else would you have gotten to play that part? I liked him. I think it's just the whole... Uh, it's not even... I don't think it's, I don't think it's their fault, the actors that were in the prequels, isn't it? I think um, George Lucas wasn't the best as at writing dialogue and doing some of the direction i think with episodes four five or six you got a bit lucky in it like it was a case of the time so in a sense the directing didn't need to be so good in terms of like the dialogue and stuff like but what do you i think a lot of people like i hate sand it's so coarse and whatever he says i think it's those kind of moments in star wars that like a lot of fans don't like 
And, yeah, uh, you can't blame the actor for that. He's doing his job reading what's given to him. Like, but for those who don't know, they blame the actor in it. If you don't know that, you know, directors, you know, have a say in how you act and stuff. Really, really, who don't know? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, try, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be rude to anyone's mm. intelligence. Okay, but actors get paid to act what they've been given. Whoever thinks that is the actor's fault. They're stupid. I don't. I have. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to do. No, sometimes, sometimes some acting is just awful. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, don't, 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 make bring, act, don't make me bring up Twilight, please. Wait, what's wrong? What's wrong with Twilight? Hold on, 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 you brought up Twilight. No, no, yeah, no. Well, you brought up Twilight. No, no, no. What's, what's, your, what's your beef with Twilight? Oh, I just, I, I just, uh, I just like the, but yeah, I, I didn't like the acting. I didn't like the, the, um, special effects. I didn't like the wolves. I like the, what's her name? Bella, or Bell, whoever her name is. I, I wish she was a little slut, man. Right, no. I, I didn't like the vampires, vampires twinkle in the light, that kind of thing. Okay, so. yeah, I understand yeah, that, yeah. Conversation I, for another time. I, I understand the vampires twilight in the, uh, sparkling in the light, yeah. And maybe it's because I haven't watched it since they were coming out when I was in, like, university, yeah. But I I really enjoyed all three Twilight movies. And, I, like, I got, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think they were good movies, innit? And, it says a lot about your taste, then. Let's 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 listen. Let's I enjoy the Twilight like, movies, isn't it? You lot are just haters, isn't it? Yeah, you lot just think it's so it's it's too cool to like something that's for like in a sense teenage girls, isn't it? That's that's why you are saying that you don't like Twilight, isn't it? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say loud and proud. I like Twilight, isn't it? So fuck you, okay. lot. All right, um, let's move triggered. on. <laughs> isn't it? You may be triggered about Twilight. Um, all right. So the next uh, trailer that we got um, was the Bad Batch. Um, now I am not someone that's like super clued up on Clone Wars, um, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure they were just they just featured on a couple of episodes of Clone Wars. Yeah, they featured about four episodes of the Clone Wars, starting with the first episode titled "The Bad Batch," mm-hmm. um, where we're introduced to the members of the Bad Batch. Um, so, for those of you that don't know, the Bad Batch are a group of clones that were specially enhanced, so that allowed for special mutations. Mm-hmm. So, not all of them look like a clone of um, Django Fett. They look vastly different. Some are a bit bigger. Um, the jaws are a bit. Their, their heads are a bit wider. Um, still, everything proportion. But what I mean is that their faces don't look like um, Django. So, and yeah, but again, they have enhanced abilities. Some of them's got super strength or enhanced strength. Not quite super, but enhanced strength. One's got enhanced eyesight. Um, and they're very, very independent, whereas with, or they can function independently, whereas with clone troopers, um, they act more in line with following rules and everything that they do. I mean, they have no real sway in how they, how they carry out their orders. Mm. They don't have free will. This is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They're not very in, in intuitive in that aspect. Um, so yeah, the, these guys will be it's a very interesting story. I mean, just the, just the, the four episodes in uh, the season seven of the Clone Wars 
I mean, showing them was incredible. So this should be good. This should be very good. Micah? Um, to be fair, I'm not an expert on Clock Wars, so I can't actually <laughs> have any say, but look at the trailer. Oh, the trailer um, was fucking I'm, sick. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to watching it because you know what? It's something different. Yeah. Uh, is it is it was de- is definitely something different, and I'm actually think it's actually pretty it's actually pretty cool. So it'll be fun. Yo. Yeah, I think so because yeah. Dave Filoni is going to be executive producer of this. Um, Dave Filoni already works in the Mand- Mandalorian series, and he's worked, he's worked his last work, um, I made work was Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Um, you have Athena uh, Portillo, who's done Star Wars: The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Brad Rao. Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Resistance and Jennifer Corbett who did Star Wars Resistance and she also did NCIS with Carrie Beck um, who's done The Mandalorian and Star Wars Rebels mm-hmm. will, co- will be co-executive producers um, and Josh Rhymes as producer and he also uh, produced Star Wars Resistance so uh, you've got a solid team there mm-hmm. an absolute solid team there so and again with, with Dave Filoni um at the helm, this should be this should be another uh, great one. I hope so, man. Because again, like so far, everything that guy's kind of like touched, touched there, it has, it has turned yeah. into gold, in it. So why not? Like, and again, yeah, exactly. this will be the same kind of thing that we go into when we get into Marvel and Kevin Feige. Like this guy, for the most part, has overseen such a great cinematic universe. Like you know, I'm gonna basically trust him with anything. Like if he tells me that he's gonna turn some Z-list character into, into something amazing, I'm be like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you're Kevin Feige, you turn Iron Man into a household name. Why will I not believe you? And again, I'm starting to feel that same way with J- uh, John Favreau and Dave, uh, D- and Dave Filoni. Like, mm. anything Star Wars related, as long as they've got a hand in it, I do not... I have a bit more confidence that it's going to turn out great. Um, So, if anyone knows me, yeah... I absolutely love The Matrix. Yeah. Now you're probably thinking, why is this guy talking about The Matrix? I thought we were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Right. Back in whenever it was, like I think early 2002s, it, yeah, The Matrix dropped The Animatrix. And basically, Animatrix was a, 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 a couple of short movies, not short movies, short films, about 20 minutes long, if not less, with a whole bunch of different Japanese animation studios to give their take on what they think could happen in the Matrix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Visions is basically that. Visions is going to be animated short films from several of the leading Japanese studios and it's going to feature 10 episodes. Now, I love my anime in it. And if you're on social media, especially Facebook here, you must have seen that um, Star Wars anime opening theme. Um, that someone did yeah. and it looked absolutely amazing and fans fans were screaming out for years that they would love to see someone do Star Wars in anim- an anime style well mm-hmm. our prayers have been answered and we're going to be getting 10 episodes from 10 different studios I was a little bit un- upset that they didn't announce what studios it was going to be um, but you know I- I'm looking forward to seeing that later on I didn't get a date for that but um, yeah Martin Hit us up. I thought I saw the studios that they were working with. Um, oh, for love of me, I can't remember off the top of my head now. Um, 
But yeah, no, no, no you pretty much said everything I was just about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've never um, seen. I've never seen it. You never seen Animatrix? Or the no. Star Wars? No, 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 the anime um, Star Wars. If, if, Star Wars anime. if I can find it, I'll send it to you in a group. But like, again, what? If you're a fan of an, the, the Japanese animation style and how they do their storytelling, how they do their action, how they do their, you know, oh, I forgot what the word is, but like how they explain their stories, exposition, I think is the word, like, you will appreciate when now you're going to get that with Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine the Clone Wars on crack. That's what I want to say, like, because the Clone Wars is animated, but like, Japanese animation is on a next level, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So their fight scenes are going to be so much smoother, so much crisper. They're going to do so much higher things that only the Japanese people could think of. And it's going to be a mix. Like, I'm so excited for it, man. I, I honestly can't wait for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm <laughs> liking it already because, exactly exa- like you said, no, no, it was this, like that Matrix, we had different studios working on, on uh, the season. You got something similar here. Um... I'd also like the Batman, um, also Batman, Batman Gotham Knight series. Everyone's seen that again using different studios to have different animation styles, and it's 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 incredible. So mm. yeah, no, no. <laughs> Other than that, you literally said everything I've said about this. Yeah, my my kind of thing. I thought that you haven't seen. Have you have you at least seen Animatrix? No, no, bro. You need to check out Animatrix, man. It's so fucking dope. Mm. <laughs> No, I played the games. Yeah, but this is not like it's different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, man. It's different. But yeah, yeah if, if you just not school, if you just have time, you can check it out, innit? Um, yeah, I'll check it out. Calm. Right, let me move on to, to the next one. So, I have got here, and I'm, I, forgive me if I. Oh, no, that's the next one. Uh, Lando. Lando He's got his own TV show. Uh, Justin Simmons, the create, who is the creator of Dear White People, is developing the story. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I thought this was kind of cool and also annoying at the same time. Because, again, this is meant for investors. Yeah, this is meant for people that have a stake in a company. You know, the higher-ups, you know, chairmen, you know, certain managers and stuff like that. Um, and, obviously, they were giving the, the general public a glimpse into it. But some of the stuff they weren't allowed to show us just yet. Um, for copyright reasons or whatever in it, so like mm-hmm. then they'll go into like a two. So I wanted to see his his vision of what he was planning to do for this Lando show, but yeah. we didn't, and I was upset, and I was like, I, I hope someone leaks it because I want to see it. Like, I I don't know why. I, you know, actually, I do know why. I'm not even gonna front. It's because Lando's black. That's like not only is he black here, but like he's a cool cat in it. And I think that's why everyone like likes that character so much and for me just getting a whole sh- like especially with how um donald glover portrayed him in solo as well like yeah. you kind of want to see more of that so if we get donald glover as solo or maybe um, as um lando we get a, a story following young lando yeah that'd be pretty cool to see um what, what's your opinion on that yeah i mean I didn't have any notes in, on this one, but um, yeah, it'd be nice just you know glimpsing into uh, Lando's um, just just sort of his story really. What made Lando Lando, mm. and you know all the adventures he's had, especially with um, meeting with uh, on Lewin Han Solo and things like that. So um, yeah, it could be it could be cool. It could be cool. It um, just, it, 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 hmm. 
Yeah, especially when it's made by the, by uh, Justin Simmons because I I like Dear White People, especially the first season. The first season was was really good. I uh, good introduction into it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I have no idea how he could how um Justin Simmons can you know translate his work from Dear White People to uh Star Wars, but we'll see. I mean, we could be I could be pleasantly surprised. Mm. Mm. I'm skeptical. Very skeptical. Um, it all depends on how they actually decide to go about it. Yeah. So obviously, it could be it could be absolutely great. It could be fantastic, or it could bomb. The white people was good for the first season, and then it sort of got repetitive in the second season. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 it, it, we don't want it to be the same same thing over. We live the life. We know what it's like, but you're not really given aspects of it. So Lando has to be spectacular, mm, yeah. especially whoever they, pick, especially whoever they pick to play Lando. It has to be someone that can actually make the role their own. Donald Glover did it. Will they give it to him? We don't know. They might give it to someone that's young and up, up and young, and try make someone a career, make a career for someone. Um, I'd rather them give it to them, Donald Glover, but who knows? Well, right now we don't know what time frame they're planning on putting this. Is this going to be a young, a series following a young Lando? Is it going to be a series following? Who? I mean, if you've seen the community, then yeah, Donald Glover can definitely pass for being younger. Well. Boy, I don't know because like the way they kind of ended episode nine, it was like they were trying to set up a, a Lando TV show, Lando going to help that girl find her her father. Do you know what I mean? So mm. are they gonna go down that road? Because for the most part, everything that we've been seeing kind of Star Wars is the past. I don't think there seems to be anything that's set after episode nine, as far as I'm aware. And now is that because you know? Episodes seven, eight, and nine have done so badly they don't want, really want to do anything after it, or is it because they feel like people have much more of a, a fascination with the old stuff and the old parts of Star Wars that they would rather keep things in that timeline rather than expanding it? Um, mm-hmm. Again, as twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two comes along, I'm pretty sure we're gonna get more information on that. All right, so the next one is, uh, and this is the one I'm saying. I'm, I apologize if I say her name wrong. Uh, but I want to say is Leslie Headley, uh, creator of Russian Dolls. She'll be doing the Acolyte, which is going to be a mystery filler, mystery thriller of shadowy secrets and the dark side powers on the final day of the Republic era. Um, yeah. All right. So from what I've read up, the series will be female centric. Mm-hmm. It takes place in uh, a new part of the Star Wars timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The only quote that we managed to get from it was a mystery thriller that will take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Um, so I think the High Republic era was the era of um, you know Master Yoda and whatnot. Is so um, that's the prequels time, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Though that's that's yeah, sorry, that's that's the best prequels time. That's prequels timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so. There's another group called the Acolytes of the Beyond, mm-hmm. um, and they were seen in episode seven of uh, Charles of Palpatine, all those people that were worshipping him and whatnot. Um, 
and they were showing force during the Galactic Empire worship Sith, seeing them as forces that could change the flow of the force mm-hmm. because they saw that everyone who was not force sensitive was basically like a slave to the force and couldn't change it. But if you had um, people like people who were able to bend the force to the will, like the Sith, mm-hmm. yeah. um, then they're the ones that could, you know, that could uh, change the flow of the force and whatnot and add uh, effect or cause or put into effect certain things mm-hmm. um, for the benefit. But yeah, um, that's what I have really. So I'm interested to see if this is maybe uh, during the prequel uh, prequel era. Just of but yeah, like, like I said here, it's going to be the final days of the High Republic era. So. Um, yeah, we just didn't see how everything in the background sort of unfolded because, you know, we can all sit here and blame Jar Jar Binks for giving the absolute power to uh, Chancellor Palpatine, but also there were things moving in the background with him, with uh, Chancellor Palpatine himself, that um, allowed for such a spectacular fall of the Republic. Mm-hmm. I just want to see what that is. That's true. Um... It's it's, 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 a, it's an interesting one because obviously the force obviously has died and like obviously even in the movies you've got one Jedi like you've got one Jedi one dark side so well had one dark side he he he's dead now um it, it, it's different because obviously they're trying to re they're trying to bring back like the force and everything and obviously in the Mandalorian a spoiler alert if you haven't watched the episode. I have seen the Mandalorian. Wait, I haven't seen the latest episode. I haven't seen the latest episode. It's not the latest episode. It's not the latest episode. Obviously, when it's um when Grogu's sitting there on the um the um, the stone and he's oh, just yeah, yeah. It, it, it's sort of put it out there as if they're starting to build back up the whole Jedi, Sith side and everything like so it's potential that I had I just had the weirdest thought in my head it just popped into my head just don't see me I, 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 have, I have the weird feeling that yes you got all these shows of Star Wars coming back and everything like that what happens what, what if you right, just throwing it out there big ballpark the person the Jedi that finds Grogu is Obi-Wan Oh yeah, it's either it's either it's either gonna be Obi Wan. Um, I doubt it's gonna be Luke Skywalker. Um, they could potentially or Ray. Huh? No, it can't be Ray. That's too it early. Ray. It'll, It'll be, be Leia, Leia, everything. The, so, yeah, the Luke time the timeline. Yeah, Luke and Leia. Um, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Why would it? Why would it? Why? Why couldn't it be Ray? Because we don't actually know how, when. Um, it could. Why couldn't it be Ray? Because the timeline for this is, I think, ten years after Episode Six. No, oh, I don't know where my little timeline is. It's, it's it's five years after Episode Six and nine years after the, the after the after the defeat of the Empire. Yeah. So, all right. So maybe it can't be Ray. Yeah. So it can't be Ray. It could. It could yeah. potentially. It could potentially be um, Luke or Leia. Five years after the defeat of the Empire, I think it's four years before, four years leading to the to the final battle of um, Yavin. I think that's the timeline. Hmm. Yeah. 
there's there's okay. rumors that it could potentially be um what's his name Mace Windu, but again that's just like that's one of the most one of the most I, un- unlikeliest one. There's rumors that they could probably bring in um what's what's the name of the guy in Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, um, Cal Crestus. Yeah, there's there's rumors that they could bring him in, and yeah, the other rumor right. I saw was um, there was one Star Wars game where like you were a Sith apprentice. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what Star Wars game. But there's a rumor that I could put there. Oh, not rumor, but people are speculating um, it could be him as well. I told you. I talk about Force Unleashed Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars Force Unleashed. Yes, I'm not. I'll try to figure out the timeline. I'll try to figure out the timeline, right? Because, um. So in um, Star Wars: Fallen Order, it takes place during the um, during Order sixty six. Whereas with the Force Unleashed, it's something like um, it's something like I think I think it happens during. So the, yeah, you see the Battle of Kashyyyk where Darth Vader comes and uh, and then finds kills what's his name Star Killer's dad and defines Star Killer and then trains him up. Right, you see, you see that bit there. But Star Killer is a really young kid. He's no more than, say, six years old at a time, mm. right? Or maybe even younger. He like he's that he's that small. Yeah. Um. Whereas Cal. Okay, I found it. Cal is sort of during the Republic, so you know, I mean, he's I, gonna be older anyway. Will he be older than Star? Yeah, okay, I found that way. Yeah. I, I found where the Mandalorian is. Oh, um, please, 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 correct us. Okay. So it goes. I'm gonna go by order. So Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Attack of Clones, The Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith, uh, a Star Wars, um, Star Wars story, mm-hmm. Star Wars Rebel, mm-hmm. A New Hope, mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, yep. Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and nine years later, it's Mandalorian. Ah, oh, I said five. Okay. And then it's, 30, it's 34 years before The Force Awakens. Yeah, after yep, and yep. before The Force Awakens. So, yeah. So who who was around? Who was alive then? Obi Wan, isn't it? So, <laughs> so it, has to, it has to be either Obi Wan or Luke. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Right. So 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 it can't be Obi Wan because Obi Wan is still on his. Obi Wan dies. Does doesn't he disappear? Or no, Obi Wan's wait. So we're talking about. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> so send. Sorry, have, have you got this as a picture? Send this picture in the groups. So I can actually see it. Because just hearing it doesn't work visually. <laughs> it doesn't work visually for you. All right. Yeah. All right. So, all right. All right. One second. All right. So, Obi dead already. Okay. So, it can't yeah, be Obi Wan. So, he, 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 he dies in Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. Yeah. So, it can't be So it can't be him. Mm-hmm. It has to be Luke. It has to be Luke. Luke's got probably because these guys, they are on the outer rim, right? Mm-hmm. So, I can't see it being Luke just yet. Or even Leia, because in between this bit, you have Luke going around, um, defeating the rest of the Empire, and then also trying to find Jedi. Um, oh, sorry, he's trying. He's forming his school as well. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just thinking that in between, yeah, I'm just thinking between that. all that, I can't see him traveling to the outer rim. Hold up, let's to, see. Yeah, I just can't see him traveling to the outer rim. To help out, or just help out, to find um, Grogu, right? Grogu. No, full well, Grogu, no, full, as a Grogu. Okay, <laughs> okay, wrong. Grogu, no, no, full well that, you know, you're going to have the, rebe- right. what, what were they called? The First Order. 
like only a, only a couple of years later and all that stuff. I just okay. can't see it happening. So we were very wrong. There's only two Jedi's alive still mm-hmm. in um wait what? <laughs> uh, Jedi, are you sure? It says Jedi's al- uh, uh, so I've just searched Jedi's alive mm-hmm. in in Return of the Jedi and I just got Yoda and Obi Wan. But they're both dead. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know who whoever wrote this is is talking the most. Listen, listen. Okay, so all right, so here's what here's, here's my reason for who I say it. So Cal Kestis, because we've seen him um, as being alive, who's canon because of um, Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Um, the next person is Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger is Rebellions, but actually, it wouldn't be Ezra Bridger because right now he's probably lost with um, Gen- um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say he's with lost, he, lost with, or as if he's dead? No, he's he's lost. He's actually lost, as in no one knows where he is, but he's not dead. I don't think he's dead anyway. Okay, never alluded to that bit yet. Um, so Cal Kestis, um, the next one that people have in their heads is Yaddle because Yaddle was with the Jedi Order, sitting on the Jedi Council, then left. Um. I think in episode before episode two, mm-hmm. and she and the reason why people say that it might be her is that um, basically no one knows where she went, right? But she was someone who was still contacted by Jedi and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, because also they valued her expertise and her guidance and whatnot, right? But she also has the ability, a uh, rare ability that allows her to. Um, be in suspended animation, which means that she's not, she ages very, very, very slow. Okay. So it's probable, and she's also younger than um, Yoda. Than Yoda, anyway, by um, I think four hundred years or something like that. So Mad. it's very possible that she could still be alive, mm-hmm. and she's someone that could potentially uh, pick her up. Um, a lot of people are giving, I'll say Mace Windu, but there hasn't been anything that says Mace Windu is alive, so. Listen, other than when, Sam, when Samuel L. Jackson says he's still alive, then Samuel L. Jackson gets what he wants. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It doesn't say that he's dead, so... Exactly. It, 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 it could be. Let's, let's, let's move on. Um, so like I said, there's, there's Luke and Leia, but I can't see them going into the outer room as well. Um, so, yeah, well, all right, we'll move on. Let's move on. Um, so, Droids a droid story uh, this is going to be an R2-D2 and C-3PO adventure where they guide a new droid on an adventure like they didn't really say much in it <laughs> on this one uh, Martin so um, there's actually a little uh, there's a comic book I think as well as an actual book or actual um, yeah an actual written book about the adventures of C-3PO and R2-D2 sort of during this time um, between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope um there was a 1985 um, animated series that touched upon um, the stories of CPO and R2-D2. Mm-hmm. Um, in the comics, I mean, star, the comics are really, really good. Uh, they show you the kind of relationship that R2-D2 and C3PO have. Like, even have C3PO doing things that are completely out of character um, and in an in a, in a exciting way as well. Um, and it's it's something that's only unique to to uh, to C3PO. So um, you know, I'm actually excited for all this. You never know; you might even see like you might even see um, what's called appearances from you know people who already know in Star Wars. 
Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, just so I can see the story, especially, I mean, I'm not going to go back and watch something from 1985, especially if it's been remade. So, yeah, let's see, let's see what they do with this. Definitely. Um, Alright, so, they, again, they didn't really say too much on this, but Taika Waititi, yeah. Taika Waititi is getting a Star Wars film as well. Um, again, it's just nice getting certain rumours confirmed. Uh, which are mm-hmm. they doing an official sentence here? Uh, Patty Jenkins is going to be doing a Rose Squad, Rose Squadron movie. Now, I absolutely adored playing Rose Squadron games, isn't it? So to do a mm-hmm. movie that's going to probably give us like majority of our fight scenes out in space and battles like that, I'm gassed. Like, I can't wait, man. Um, the, 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 this one we're probably going to get around Christmas 2023. 20, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm geeked. Uh, mine, give us your expert take on this. Um, so like you said, Dana, um, Rogue Squadron game came out in 1998. Oh, damn, filmed, is it um, that old? <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> wow, I'm old. <laughs> damn. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, the squad captain is Wedge Antilles, which we see in um, in uh, the, what's it called? The original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um. You also have you also see Han Solo and Chewbacca in the game as well, um, and it continues on from six months after the Battle of Yavin and spans to the Battle of Endor. So I don't know if in Star Wars Rogue Squadron they might do something like that in a full season. They might just break it down so you know we experience more of uh, of the adventures of uh, Rogue Squadron, mm. and that's what I, that's what I have really about it. <laughs> okay, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um. I think is that the last thing? Sorry, guys, I'm just scrolling down. Ah, oh, not not, not the last thing, cause boy, we ain't done by lunch. What I'm saying is that the last thing for Star Wars, and I think I scroll down way too much. Um, yeah, so that's the last thing for Star Wars. Um, again, this is where I completely forgot that Lucasfilms did more than Star Wars. Um, where again, this is after we've kind of talked about in previous episodes on Blaze of Us. I want to kind of go through it quite quickly. Uh, Willow series um, is going to be set decades after the first movie. Um, Warwick Davis is back. It's going to be directed by John Chu, uh, who's the one who um, directed Crazy Rich Asians. Um, he's what well, he's going to be directing the very first episode. Uh, they plan on film the start filming in March 2021, and this should drop in 2022. Um, we're also getting a final installment with Diana Jones, uh, James Mangold, who directed Ford vs Ferrari. Uh, he will be directing this movie. Uh, Harrison Ford is obviously back to conclude shoot- shooting plans to start in late spring 2021, and they want the film to drop in July 2022. Um, now, again, not I don't know a lot about this movie. Um, it was like. And do you know what, yeah, again, respects to Disney, innit? I don't know whether they're... All right, there's two ways you can look at this. Either they are being very diverse, yeah, mm-hmm. which is amazing, or they're seeing there's a lot of money in being diverse and just thinking, fuck it, let's get as much money as we want. Let's, you know, go African culture. Let's go Colum- like Latino culture. Let's. That's what people want. They want to give what people want. We're going to rate the money from it, yeah. but yeah. we're still going to be like, you know, power to the white people. Again, um, I, I highly doubt that, but I think I would like to think it's the first option where they want to be diverse because the world is changing and they yeah. want to give, you know, they want to open up the more diverse um, products for the people of the world. Um, mm. I think that with 
I mean, it's it's very hard to say of companies, right? Because it can be seen in one of two ways. Either they're trying to do the right thing and incorporate more cultures and their stories, or two, they're trying to do the go down the smart way, which is to follow your base and follow your crowd and stuff like that and see what they like and see what they're going for, right? Um, but I actually think that it could be it could be both or either or in the sense that um, even if they were doing it from a purely say financial point of view and yeah. doing it because you know they still want to make sales and blah 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 mm-hmm. and they still want to be seen uh, um, on the side of rights or whatnot yeah one it still gives us exposure to other cultures uh, oh, stories yeah. regardless um but also I think it's also them if it's them trying if it's them trying to be generous it's them showing themselves that yeah they genuinely want you know to have this community feeling where you know Disney is for everyone um so yeah, we're gonna incorporate stories from all over the world and blah blah and you're gonna hear about it. Um to be fair, Disney have done have been doing that for a while. I mean, mm. if you look at if you look at say Snow White or Cinderella or whatever, yes they're Western countries, but I mean you have uh, Stasia, for example, is in Russia, you have the Little Mermaid that's uh, I think it's Danish mm-hmm. or um and you have like, stories from Germany, um, BTA Beasts from France, um, again, you have Austria. Um, so Austria. I guess it's just, yeah. Um, Snow White? And then you have and then you have Snow White, I think, is German. Um, but yeah, Bobby, over the years, you've seen that they've incorporated, you know, other stories into it. I mean, you have, like, Pocahontas obviously is not a true return of of her life, but you know she's put out there that yes yeah, she was this uh, Native American woman from a tribe who helped um, guide the British. Um, she was she was a little girl at the time, not even a teenager. But anyway, um, you have you know her stories and things like that. Um, where you're looking at um, the presence of the frog or whatnot. You know they, I mean, they're basically doing a very good job of diversifying, even in the adverts. Um, they're, they're diversifying. Um, I can't remember the name of, the, of this Christmas's advert, but it stars a family um, in in the Philippines as a really tough story. So yeah. I think we're being genuine in this case and actually, you know, doing the right thing by saying we have all these stories, what do we incorporate everyone and make this a truly global business? So this is the way they're going. This is, I mean, I'm, I'm looking for the best in there, hoping that that's the direction they're going into rather than. Hey, we want to make money and blah 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 blah. Even if that's the case, you know, people are still get opportunities. Mm. I'm surprised there's no an uproar. Yeah. So I said I get my cop police. I'm surprised there's not an uproar. Mm. President's complaining about complaining about, complain about what? About the, about the diversity. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, in the world that we live mean, in, in the world that we live in, yeah, you're, you're you're not wrong, you know, because like as we we get to Disney advertised a lot of black latino there was mm. a lot of diverse announcements in it and i'm actually surprised that for the most part i have really not seen any backlash to it um now just going back to this year like i so the Medjay here yeah, for me anyway i'm sorry if i'm saying that wrong here yeah, weren't they in the mummy movies and yeah, they, were they, the, were. they were the protector of the like the tombs and that yeah so yeah. in secondary yeah. school yeah 
I had a female friend and she was Egyptian and I used to always call her Medjay and she absolutely <laughs> hated it. And, I, and then they're like, I obviously wasn't trying to be offensive in it because like, I thought the Medjay were fucking cool in it. Like, they were yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were like the strongest warriors like of their time and like, were still kicking ass in the 21st century. Do you know what I mean? So for me, mm. it was a thing I respect in it, but she absolutely hated it. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, man, the major are calling it. So I am down to see something that you know talks about them and shows them in, in their life, in it. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, even even um, the three wise men in the Bible. Um, I think I can't remember if I was supposed to be watching a program or something like that. But the three wise men were also referred to as the Magi, mm. and Magi also protect of kings and whatnot. So yeah. Um, like it just yeah, like, just they also, they've also been mentioned in you know just uh, imagine uh, the Medjay from the mummy and then them getting like their own film kind of thing like how kick-ass that could potentially be. i feel like this is more of a i want to say a kid show but i think it's going to be in that kind of vein but at the same time it has the potential to be quite badass in it do you know what i mean yeah so, 100%. Mm, all right cool 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 we're gonna move on so I didn't think that I would actually have anything to talk to write about or talk about in this next section. But Disney, as always, surprised me. So the next section I talked about was the National Geographic the National Geographic Channel. And I was like, oh, that's gonna be boring, but I'm gonna stick it, leave it on in the background and watch it. But actually, two of the shows that I talked about actually really piqued my interest. The first one was Chris Hemsworth's Limitless. And anyone that's been on social media, Chris Hemsworth has been going ham in the gym again. He's lifting tires. Like, he's doing so much there that um, Paul Rudd sent him a message like, bro, like, can you calm down? Because my agent says that if I don't get as, you know, half as hench as you are, Marvel's going to fire me. So can you relax? Like, <laughs> you know, like, not everyone can have that kind of dedication like you, but he's henching it. And, like, this kind of sets it, I think it's, like, six episodes where he goes around and does, like, six events that like test the limit of human strengths mm. um i think one of them he's like swimming across the antarctica and oh, um what's the other one there's one of him swimming across the antarctica oh, i can't remember any, any any others that's the only one i, I, know, I saw one of him pulling a, a golf cart but i think that was just like normal terrain or something like that. oh there was one way like training to do stuff yeah there was one where he had to like climb a rope up to a certain level um, and I think that was like, again so again that looked interesting yeah, I, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing that like that is actually a show that I look at like I'm a fan of Chris, um, Chris Hemsworth he's funny um, he's hench like I wish I could be as hench as he is um, mm. and like I like when he posts his little video of what he's doing his training like it's interesting to see sometimes isn't it um, yeah. Martin uh, no let's go Michael did you have a, get, get a chance to see this like what's your thoughts on a Chris Hemsworth show um, as long as it's not like I don't know, I've never actually saw the trailer, so I can't really say much. Mm. But as a person, Chris Hemsworth is pretty interesting. Obviously, his family is Australian royalty, basically. Mm. Um, so it'll be interesting. Obviously, the way that he got ripped for the Thor character, and obviously Flavin Thunder, mm -hmm. he might have, they might have made him lose the belly and all that, so yeah. this will obviously make it more interesting. Um, but it is it is fun to see people push their limits and to see what they can do, so it'll probably be interesting to watch. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, him pushing uh, his boy to limits, um, you know, to see 
I guess how far he can go, but how far the human body in general goes. Um, it just looks like another sort of test of human, uh, yeah, test of human limits, basically. Um, I mean, we see there are loads of shows like that out there, but I don't know if they said that um, they were also going to try the sort of limitless drug or whatever. I mean, I, I have no idea. If yeah, see, I thought was the, actually going to do that. Yeah, or I, it's just I, I thought um, the, the the TV show limitless. Yeah, that's what I thought it was like as well. And the way she was, the way they started with it as well, it sounded like yeah, there's them actually trying to um, in sort of enhance release or yeah, uh, you know get more activity out of that part of the brain that lets you, you know, go 100% mm. or increases your brain activity levels or whatever, but yeah. Um, that that bit, I don't know, but um, even without that, it's just testing the human body's limits, I guess it's alright. Mm. Alright, and the second one, um, I don't know why I put Emily Blunt there, because that is definitely not what Emily Blunt belongs, so that must be something completely different. Uh, Welcome to Earth is another documentary um, I want to say it's got a, like the cinem- not cinematography. I think the photography is done by David Onofsky. I hope I'm saying the name right, but he's someone that's like big in the game, isn't it? Like his voice is very familiar. Um, it stars Will Smith, and um, it's basically and again I've screwed up my notes somewhere, but basically it's like um, Blue Planet with um, oh, well, David Attenborough but with Will Smith and he's going around to different parts of the world and like seeing their culture, seeing different things. Like there was a shot of him underwater. There was a shot of him like a, with an African tribe. Um, there was mm-hmm. a shot of him like standing next to a volcano and they were just like, mm, next time to go, the volcano sound that's going to erupt. Um, there, was sound, there was a shot of them like skating on ice and cracking and seeing what like that looked like. Um, and you know, Will Smith's a very charismatic person. Um, just same on Chris Hemsworth. So like, it'll be cool to see what they do and what they do with the show. Um, yeah, it, it piqued my interest. So when this comes out, I might check it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I've been that stuff in ages. So yeah, if, if, yeah, if I can be bothered to put it on, I'll, uh, I'll see. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's not for me. It's, it's, it's not for me. Will <laughs> um, Smith, he's comedy... He's an actor. He's not going around the world, um, seeing other cultures. It's not. It's not something that I picture him as. Yeah. Oh, neither did I. I was just like, why are they got Will Smith um, doing this? So, so I'm not too sure. And obviously, the only man that I know that does stuff like that is dating up David Attenborough. It, okay. Okay. It's not. It's not exactly David Attenborough, but it's kind of in that vein. You'd have to watch the trailer because I could be just describing it really wrong but that's the first thing that came to my mind um so watch the trailer don't just take my words on it because on this one you know it, i think you need to see it for yourselves to make up your own mind on it um because it like i said it does look good but if you watch the trailer and you still feel like eh, that's a no from me mate then obviously fair enough all right let me go for it up um sorry i don't again i don't know where this emily blunt thing is why did I put Emily? That means that there's something in this year in my list of notes that stars Emily Blunt, and I am not gonna know where I put it. All right. So anyway, the next section they talked about a lot of bunch of different Disney stuff in it. Um. So 2021, we get a Mighty Ducks reboot. Um. It's gonna be called Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Uh. Emilio Estevez is coming back for that. Um. Martin, what's your thoughts on this? 
So, um, yeah, look, it, it does look like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's been modernized. Um, yeah. Um, otherwise, it just won't work. I mean, the stuff that we have today didn't even exist back in the original My Ducks run, um, movie run. Um, yeah, I, just, I mean, I just wanted to capture that spirit of the Mighty Ducks, you know what I mean? Um, they don't have to do the pack right at the end because I think my, I'll just cringe from hearing that. But um, yeah, just capture the general spirit of the Mighty Ducks. I think that'll be cool. Uh, for me personally, it just brings a little bit, a bit of the, that bit of nostalgia to it. But I guess for the uh, people of today, um, it will also be able to relate to them. Hmm. Hmm. Micah? Um, what shall we talking about, sorry? <laughs> Mighty Ducks mm. reboot called Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Oh, God, don't do it, please. Yo, Leave it looks... It no, bro, it looks fun. I'm not... Listen. F- there's a new generation of kids out there that probably have never seen Mighty Ducks, yeah? And this, I don't care. Nah, listen. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I said you don't care. I'm... I, like I said, depends on when this comes out in 2021, because... I might be balls deep in Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff by then. I might not have the time for Mighty Ducks reboot. Yeah. But from the trailer that they showed, it looked fun and something that I'll, I'll check out. Yeah. Um, the next show, uh, they're doing a turn and huge reboot with Josh. I'm going to assume it's the guy that is in Josh and Cody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a surname. Um, but they said he was someone that was popular with the kids and the kids will be familiar with. So that's what I'm gonna assume is is in this reboot. Um, okay, no idea about that. Big shot looks funny. Uh, it's from David Kelly. Um, it's basically a NCAA basketball coach who's like at the top of his game, does something wrong, and he needs another job. And the only other job he can find is like uh, a basketball coach in like a a private high school. And it's a girls team and he's mm. got to take these bunch of girls and turn them into champions it looks fun it's entertaining again something that i'm probably going to check out um beauty and the beast the prequel series uh luke evans and josh goddard alan alan menim to do the music um what's your take on this one Martin? um yeah i'm just thinking you know it's a fresh idea uh because it's not limited to what has already been told. I mean, the classic uh, Beauty and the Beast tale. Um, so it's, too, it's an opportunity to bring something uh, just different and new to um, the story. Mm. Um, it could be anything from you know the events that lead up to Beauty and the Beast, or just setting it out in uh, you know just you know other small little adventures here to get you know some semblance of. Uh, you know, for why the world outside be a beast. They could go anyway with this. I've ju- I've sorry, I just remember why I put Luke Evans and Josh Gaddard. I think Luke Evans is Gaston and Josh mm-hmm. Gaddard is um is it Pierre? His little psychic his little yeah, psychic like, friend. Yeah, I So them two are coming back for it. So it may be more centered around Gaston, which would be quite fun. Okay, that would be more different, interesting, because when you said beating the Beast prequel, I was just like, really? <laughs> well, again, Gas- Gaston is an interesting character. It would be kind of fun to follow him around. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting It'd be interesting to see how Gaston becomes this eagle-sensical, absolute prick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be 
interesting to watch. <laughs> he was ugly as a kid, and then he became. He became yeah, like, the, the glot was mad. <laughs> the glot was mad. It was just a prequel of, let's say, okay, so it's Gaston and his friend, and obviously the prince is there, and Gaston knows that the prince is the beast and wants to like. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that, mm. I don't think that. I don't think that'll work. With well, yeah, exactly. That's that's Gaston, but I'm probably going off on a wild goose chase with that, with what I think it would be. But Mm. all right, so the next one on the list, uh, we are getting a Swiss Family Robinsons. I want to say this is a reboot, I'm not fully sure. Um, it's going to be done by Ron Noir, who was the creator of Battlestar Galactica. Galactica and John Chu, who you've mentioned before, um, who's going to be doing some work with Disney, um, and he was the guy that did Crazy Rich Asians. L- like for me, yeah, I am so happy for John Chu and Aquafina, which I'm going to talk about her about her a little bit more. But they are getting that Disney money. They're involved in like three or four different Disney shows, man. I'm just like, you go get your money, man. I'm I'm so happy for them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're blowing up, and I hope they stay forever paid. Um, Mind, what's your take on Swiss Family Robinson? I don't think I've ever watched it. Um, I like I like the movies as a I love the movies as a kid. Mm. Um, do you know what I mean? So again, it's just nostalgia playing on me. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna judge too harshly if they you know go down a completely different route or whatever. Some guys, I should own. I tell like <laughs> I, I don't mind them change a few things here and there, but I still want to sort of maintain the old. Like an old story of uh, Swiss Family Robinson, rather than you know putting some sort of new futuristic thing on it. We'll see, we'll see. But you know, I love the movies as a kid, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully for me, I'll still like it. Calm, calm, calm. Um, so the next little bit of news is uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians is getting a movie. Um, I never watched Percy Jackson. Um, Same here. How many movies are there? Is there f- There's one? There's two, I think. There's two. Isn't there Percy Jackson and Lightning Thief and so, Percy um, Jackson and Poseidon? Poseidon Adventure or so something like that? Percy Jackson yeah, and the Lightning Thief head. came out in 2010. And Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters came out in 2013. So this will be the third movie in that franchise. Uh, I'm a bit, like I said, I'm a big fan of Greek culture. Um, I heard good things about the first movie, not so much about the second. Um, I will do a rewatch of the first, well, a first time watch of the first two before this comes out. Um, and I believe this is also another movie that's going to be a Disney Plus original. So I don't think it's going to get a theatrical release. Um, the, mm, not the last thing, there's actually quite a few things. Uh, the Mysterious Benedict, Benedict Society, uh, had an interesting trailer. It kind of felt like an Umbrella Academy for kids. Um, nice little trailer on that. Um, this one links into a rumor that we heard ages ago that we actually talked about on, on um, Blurs or Us on the past episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Free Men and a Baby is gonna get a 2022 release, and Zac Efron is coming back to play a major role. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I absolutely love that Zac Efron. Like everything that he's done in most recent years, I've enjoyed. Um, so I look forward to seeing that. Um, Michael, any takes, any thoughts on? Any of those two things, well, three things I just recently mentioned. I look forward to it. I love the three, the three men and the baby. I love that film, but it, see, the only the only thing is the film won't be successful. It depends on who they put up with him. 
that's that's it. I think Han's a great actor. He's so, been he's been good ever since High School Musical. Like, let's be honest. Like he has been able to play the roles very well. But it all depends on who he has as his chemistry. Yeah. If the other two guys if the other if the, if, the, if it's not if the other two guys are not matched to him or not they're not it's not well done, it's not gonna work. So and there's no only to say it, it just won't. I, because I was gonna say it depends on what other like young char- young male actors they put around him, but he's not exactly young in it. Um, I feel like they're gonna go the diversity route, which again in this time of twenty twenty is a is a good thing. Um, so that means the mom's gonna be black. I was even gonna say like the other one of the other men is gonna be a black guy, and the other one's gonna be like a a Latino see, see. character. Um, yeah, see now if we're gonna do, if we're gonna do diversity. The mother has the mother will most likely have to be black. No, the child could be the no, child be because... no. Listen, the child will be sort of <laughs> because it will have to be because none of the none of the men are meant to know who the father is. Uh... Oh, you can't just so if it's going to be diversity way, the mother will have to be black and the child will have to be either fair skin or the mom will have to be really fair. And the child, so it, it could it could go any sort of way how they do it. Hmm. Forgot about that. That they're meant to know who the father. They're not meant to know who the father is. Didn't yeah, you? I forgot. About, yeah, I, I clearly forgot that about the movie. I haven't seen it since like I was little. So, um, ah, uh, I was gonna say just. <laughs> I'm sorry for breaking you. Just, just ruined everything there. <laughs> just ruined everything that I was thinking about there. Um, because I was just gonna say like, who 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 has he? Other than, like, who his age has he, like, bounced off while in the film? Um, Anthony Mackie. You said Anthony Mackie? Yeah. In what? Um, God. Um, there's a film where he gets, he gets broken up with a girl. I'll have to search for it and find it. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's, there's one film where he's a DJ. Uh-huh. Um, he's, I think, hold up, uh, well, on IMDb, they've still only just got Zac Efron listed, so they're, they're not even giving anything away on there. So, and it won't. Be, uh, let's be real; it won't be Seth Rogen. So that's no, nah, de- yeah, mm, no, nah, Seth Rogen wouldn't work. Actually, I uh, don't know. Seth Rogen could kind of work. We are friends. That's it. Hold up. So it might be. Wait, oh, his... but how old is Seth Rogen? Because I feel like you want all the like male characters to be kind of resemble the same kind of age. Yeah, so it could technically be the guys from um, your We Are Your Friends, where he's a DJ. It could be Shalon Fernandez, uh, Johnny West. Um, what do you think about Andy Serberg? So, uh, am I saying his name right? The guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. No. Nine Nine. No. 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 I'm sorry. He hasn't done a serious film. Actually, it's a comedy. It's a comedy, though. He he could be the super goofy guy because one of the guys of Free Man and the Baby like proper like silly. Yeah. And I you know what? Yeah, I thought Andy Serberg was kind of young. He's like he's older than I am <laughs> by yeah. quite a bit. Um, Zac Efron is how old is Zac Efron? Zac Efron is thirty three. There you go. No, 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 not thirty three. Um. 29. No. Damn it, he's 87. 
87, what's that? 33, isn't it? 33. Yeah, so he's 33. He's um, Andrew Serber is like 78. Oh, maybe he could have Channing Tatum. Ooh, Channing Tatum could work. That would be interesting. But I don't know or if they, even Channing Tatum and Cor- I don't know and Corbin if, Blue. I don't even know if Channing Tatum would bounce off him like that, though. Maybe like, not, but he could have Corbin Blue as his um as one of the guys. Uh, that would work. Who's Corbin Blue? Or um, High School Musical. Um, or the David Fran- Afro in High yeah, or Dave or, and Dave Franco. Oh, like, I, 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 I was thinking of his like the black friend in High School Musical. I was thinking of him, and that's kind of what I was thinking to you. You say Dave Franco. I can see Dave Franco or, working. Or Dave Franco. But then three would yeah. work. Three would actually work very well. So yeah, yeah I, 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 I could see Dave Franco working. I'm not sure about Shannon Tatum. No, Shannon Tatum would probably be a bit too old. Maybe it's not even old. I just don't. Think, yeah. I just don't see it working in terms of like the dynamics in it. Like, does that make sense? I just don't see it. Yeah. I get it, but you never know until you actually see them in on set. Otherwise. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's move on for that because, like, we still got a ton of stuff to go. Um, Hocus Pocus two. Uh, I don't really have a lot much to say on that. Uh, anyone got anything to say on Hocus Pocus two? Yes, I do. I'll let you go then. I do. I do. I do. I really do because it. Think about it. Hocus Pocus the original is fantastic. They have made. They have they didn't they didn't they're not remaking the original. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna build off of the next one. So hey, twenty twenty's been a crazy year, they could say in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. But if they come back in twenty twenty when everything's gone also crazy or if they plan it to make it as everything's coming back to normal mm-hmm. and then you are witches then then you just see the children disappearing or just it would be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be a great Halloween movie for next year or 2022. Yeah, no, definitely. Right. Um, that's why. I... Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Safety, which actually came out yesterday, since it's now mid- past midnight, so it's now Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to this movie. I might even try and watch it this weekend before we record our normal episode tomorrow. Um, All right. Yeah, so they filmed the crowd... Um, during the actual game uh, Clemson had on mm-hmm. um, it was pretty cool it was pretty cool I mean obviously I can't watch it live here in the UK but I do get a chance to um, watch it on YouTube watch mm-hmm. um, condensed games on YouTube pretty cool um, so the crowd had to cheer twice for this one so once for the real uh, Clemson squad that was played that day mm-hmm. and the second time for you know the actors and um, extras in the film and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, also in Clemson um, uh, kit um yeah so the story is based on real life events about uh, a db uh mm-hmm. defensive back back ray i think it's i think you pronounce it mac ethereal bay mm-hmm. i may i yeah mac mac ethereal bay um as he perseveres the obstacles of personal life and college um he also has to care for his level brother mm-hmm um, so Jay Reeves, who's acted in uh, All American and the Tax Collector, will star as uh, the protagonist Ray. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have for it, really. 
but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, I wanted another American football movie. Um, we'll see how this one goes. It's because I, I miss American football so much. I miss playing it. So, yeah, this this will keep me going until the season starts again. Hopefully, it'll start uh, 2021. There's no season next year. <laughs> Man, you're probably right. I'm sorry to bet you. You're probably right. I'll see you next year. There was another two sports movies slash documentary announced. Um, I've obviously not written this guy's name properly, but it's about an NFL coach. Um, the other one is mm-hmm. about, it's going to be called Greek the Freak. And it's about, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this surname, but it's about Giannis. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about? He's got yes. some. He's got some. Yeah, the basketball yeah. he's got a crazy yeah. surname. Um, and it was mad because, like, when they said he was Greek, I was like, what? The, the dude's black. Like, how is he Greek? And they explained the story. And I was like, uh, okay. But yeah, that gave me jokes, man. Because when I saw, when I heard his name, I was like, there's no way in hell this is a black dude. And then it turned out to be a black guy. I was like, wow. The, the times. Huh? You don't watch basketball? Nah, I don't watch basketball. But uh, I, I, I knew about him before this um, Disney announcement. I'm just saying, I'm, t- I'm talking about when I first found out about him, like hearing that and him yeah. being black. I was just like, okay, that's pretty cool. That, that means that, that means they must be putting his brothers into the league into the show as well. Because mm. there's three of them in the in the NBA in the NBA. Oh, is there? Yeah, I think two of them are one of them at the Lakers, or both of them are two of them at the Lakers. Right. Just one championship before their brother. So, oh man. Mm-hmm. No, youngest, the youngest is at the Lakers, and he won the championship with with the Lakers. So, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, <laughs> it's all peak, isn't it? All right, the next show that we talked about. Sorry, I'm just trying to keep it a little bit moving. Uh, Flora and Uliz, Uliz, I have no idea. Basically, it's Flora and the damn scroll superpowers. Um, that's coming out on in February. Um, it looks kind of jokes. I'm looking forward to actually checking it out. Um, I'm gonna have to like create like a little note section for all these Disney stuff shows just so I can keep track of them. Uh, cheaper of the cheaper by the dozen is getting a reboot in 2022. Uh, Enya Burris, um, will direct and it will have Gabriel Union. Um, as far as I'm aware, it's gonna be an animated show and um it's also gonna be um see that's probably what i tried to put and martin corrected me yeah i was meant to put kenyan barris and it's obviously i forgot to press k so yeah <laughs> he's the same guy that he directed blackish martin tell us a bit about kenyan barris and again i probably said that wrong yeah i mean i don't know i don't know how i don't know how he pronounces it whether it's kenyan barris or kenyan barris mm. um but what um uh, what I do know is that um you know him being in uh, or him directing Blackish was uh, pretty cool. Um Blackish is a is an amazing uh, TV series. I think it's been amazing personally because it literally is like how it sounds where you know they they're, they're a black family but they're not as Black. Stereotypically black, black as you, as you'd expect them to be, like they go to private school or whatnot. So I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, and then for uh, Kenny Barish himself, I think he had his own TV show. Um, I can't remember for life. Be what the name of it. Name of it was. Uh, it was called Black AF. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that one. Too, I didn't like that one too much. Um, 
And to be honest, that's about that's the extent of my knowledge with uh, with um, Kenya Kenya Barish. So yeah, there's not much else I can say about it. I mean, so he's done one very good one, which was uh, Blackish, and then second one, which didn't hit off too well with me. Um, but yeah, it's cheaper by dozen, so I'm, I'm sure it'll be it'll be funny. All types of funny. Um, you know, again, with the racial element to it, and then having 12 kids to sort out by themselves with, you know, new 2020 problems, so yeah. Um, right, let's keep it, let's keep it moving. Uh, I'm not really going to talk about this too tough, even though I know Martin's put some notes on it. Um, they're going to be going back to the Diary of a Wimpy Kid series, and again, it's going to be animated. Um, it's animated of him growing up, so that'll be pretty interesting to see. Um, Ice Age is getting a spin off. I love Ice Age, but I do think there's a time like the franchise just dies. But again, I'm gonna watch it because I'm a big kid. Um, Buck, the first segment of it is gonna be, um, gonna be with Crash and Eddie. Um, the second one is gonna be called cool, is gonna focus on Buck. And I can't remember who the, what the third was going to be. Uh, the third one is going to be based the first segment. Oh, let me start that again. The film is called Ice Age, spin off of spin off film Buck. Yeah. It's going to feature mm-hmm. Crash and Eddie, who are the two little like squirrels or whatever they are, the rodent looking things. And then the second one is going to feel Buck. And the third one, I don't know. Simon Pegg is coming back to reprise his role as Buck. Um, Martin, you've put some notes here. Yeah, um, just to say that um, they did they did a movie with uh, with Scratch, so I can see them pulling off uh, off this movie with you know both Crash and Eddie and Buck. Um, you know, um, they're also gonna have just jokes adventures because of what they do. So yeah, this would be a this would be a fun, like hearted hearted one. That, you know that takes your eyes off of you know Manny and the gang. So mm. yeah, that's that's all. That's that's my take on it. Okay, cool, cool. Beans, oh. cool beans, Michael. No, nothing, nothing from me. I'm tired of that show. <laughs> I'm tired of that show. Uh I hear you, brother. I hear you. But like I said, I did like it when it was obviously coming out, and uh, yeah, all right. Night at the Museum. I'm gonna confess, I have never seen Night at the Museum, um, but Night at the Museum is getting a sequel. Uh, but again, this is also gonna be animated. Um, anyone find? Sorry, go on. Night at the Museum already has a sequel. No, but isn't like an, so. There's gonna be another sequel, and it's gonna be animated. So it's a third one. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. There been a fourth one. I thought there was three movies of Night at the Museum. No, there's two, both, unless Paul Bart. No, there's three. The last one's in um, in uh, what's it called? In London. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. So this will be the fourth movie then. Hmm. Yeah, like I said, it's not something that I'm familiar with. Not something I've seen. So I am not particularly that fast. Um, yeah, neither am I. Alright, so let's get some of the live action stuff that's going to be coming up. Uh, so we've got Jungle Cruise that's coming out in July 2021. 20, yeah, there we go. This has got The Rock and Emily Blunt. So how the hell did Emily Blunt get put up? 
in that next bit of my notes. That's so annoying. Uh, we're potentially getting a like, well, no, potential. We're getting a Lion King prequel with Barry Jenkins to direct. Um, hmm. Ryan, I'm gonna let you see this one. Wait, 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 wait. what? We're getting a, a live action Lion King prequel and Barry Jenkins to direct. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, what, what need do we have? What need do we need a Lion King prequel? What's the point? What, to find out the story of Scott and Mustafa and... Mufasa. Mufasa. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Mufasa. I don't know. <laughs> say it again, say I mean, it again. Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa, 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 Mufasa. But yeah, um, I, I, re- I really don't know what to think about this. I mean, I think there's a story in... Um, they continued... Uh, what's it called? The Lion King and... Um, Simba's son, um, so Nala's brother, um, is part of what's called the Lion Guard. I ha- I don't follow it too tough, but I had a quick look at it, mm. and um, the Lion Guard, um, actually, as in Scar was part of the Lion Guard as well, and he was bestowed some special, I don't know, duty. But then he failed that duty. I think his duty is to protect the king and. Uh, and he's sort of like an honor guard, so he gets ordered to do stuff anyway. Mm. Anyway, um, Scar, Scar's part of it. He was kicked out of it. Uh, but I have no idea if this could be anything remotely related to that. Um, I have no idea what to expect. Maybe it could be a king of old or something like that. They do, uh, what's it called? They do uh, some sort of movie with that. But other than that, I have no clue. We'll see what we'll see what happens with it. Boy. It's interesting. <laughs> Micah's like, I don't give a damn. I, I, I just don't see it. There's no need for it. Yeah, there no, that's fair. But then when 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 you see them dollar signs from how much money that, that previous movie made, then it makes sense. <laughs> dollar dollar bill, yeah. yeah exactly. Um <laughs> The Little Mermaids, again they confirmed that's happening and talked about so i'm sorry i'm not i'm not a fan of this in it so uh i'm gonna obviously go see it because I, I love little mermaid but some of the casting choices and some of the things that's just going on in this movie i just don't understand it and i forever will not understand it aquafina i haven't enjoyed a, um any of the live action movies mm. so you say you, like, do you say you do enjoy or you haven't enjoyed yeah, I said haven't haven't enjoyed, but in saying that, I think I did say I liked Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I think I think I took the girls to go see that, and they loved Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I was just a bit like, that, that's the, yeah, that's the only one that Jeremy. I feel like you know was a bit that captures some of the old magic or whatnot. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, now now these ones have got me excited for them. No, that's fair. That is fair. Um. Chippendale Rescue Rangers uh, is going to be done by pop stars director Akiva Shaver. Uh, John Mala- John Manady and Andy Serberg um, will be playing Chippendale. And Seth I might Ro- be a little excited for this. Huh? I might be a little excited for this one. And Seth Rogen is going to have a cameo. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see the little trailer that they had ready for their investors. No. But I'm looking forward for that trailer to be made public. Um, mine, you say you're excited for this. Why? I'm a, I'm a little bit excited. It's Chippendale, man. They always go to mischief. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. 
get it, but it's Chippendale. It's Chippendale. But what 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 serious like what serious storyline can you do with Chippendale? You can't. They're, they're, they're a comedy duo. I mean, just they're just 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 up to their chipmunk antics. So yeah, but if if. If I heard this one correct, yeah, this is going to be a mixture of live action and animated. So it's going to be in the vein of like Space Jam and, you know, those kind of movies where like, you know, um, the Smurfs, uh, Sonic, it's going to be in that kind of vein. So Alvin and Chipmunks. Yeah, Alvin and Chipmunks. Um, the next. Why do we need another, why do we need another film about Chipmunks? I don't know. Anyway, the next couple, I'm going to like kind of speed through it because um, not too much to say on it right now. We'll probably talk about it when we get more information on. Uh, they're going to be doing a Pinocchio live action with Tom Hank. Uh, it's going to be directed by Robert Zemeckis. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy is going to be a Disney Plus exclusive um, starring Jude Law as Captain Hook. We've talked about that in the past. It's nice to hear that's been confirmed. Uh, Enchanted is getting a sequel. I don't remember if I've watched this, but it's going to be called Disenchanted. Um, we've talked about this definitely before. Sister Act 3, uh, Whoopi Goldberg is coming back and Tyree Perry is on board Hell as yeah. one of the producers. So that would be really cool. Uh, Cruella, again, I thought we were going to see the trailer for this, but we didn't. Um, and Emma Stone is going to be playing Cruella. Um, talking about some of the animated shows, uh, we've got Ray of the Last Dragon. Um, that's going to be coming out in March 2021. Uh, it's also going to have Premier Access. Um, which I don't know what that means in terms of is that still going to mean that you have to pay for it? And then in a couple of months later, it's going to come out for free. Um, you know, we're going to have to wait for more information on that. Uh, Martin, let's hear from you. Um, only thing with Baymax is that. Um, no, 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 not Baymax. Raid the Lost Dragon. Oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. Apologies. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, I found that you know Disney has expanded the range of films to include stories from all over the world. We touched this earlier on, mm-hmm. so that's what I have to say about it. This trailer looks freaking cool, though. Like Michael, oh, did you, yeah. Michael, did you get a chance to watch the trailer for this? Oh, wait, wait, no, Ray of the Last Dragon. Uh, nope, I'm gonna watch it right now. Why is everyone excited about Big? Like, I know why I'm excited as Big Man. I absolutely loved Big Hero Six. Like, oh, so, yeah. I, I. Probably, I can't remember. What, I, feel, I want to say the brother's name was Yoshi, but I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Um, what am I searching? Huh? What am I searching? Ray of the Last Dragon. Check out the trailer for that. But right now, I'm moving on to what everyone else was talking about when you like, I was talking about Ray of the Last Dragon. Everyone was talking about Baymax. Um, I, 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 I've seen this. This is cold. <laughs> You're not serious. <laughs> um, we've moved on now, so you've missed your chance, my friend. Um, I loved Big Hero oh. 6 and I'm really looking forward to this. Like, I was hoping that they were actually going to announce a proper sequel, um, but it's going to be an animated series uh, focused on Baymax that's going to come out in um, early 2022. Like, anytime someone's upset or someone's sick, like, I always send them the, the gif or gif or whatever, whatever you want to say it of when mm-hmm. um, Big Hero... Um, when Baymax is giving the kid a hug and is like tapping on his head like that is my like if you're ill and you message me or, or you're sad that is the hug emoji I'm going to send you because I absolutely love that emoji uh, mine um I just think that you know it's just a nice like hard adventure of Baymax carrying out his primary function of healing sick kids mm-hmm. um and you know he's even sporting a new mode that allows him to travel uh quickly from patient to patient yeah so it's just something that's light hard. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be like harder, harder anyway. Mm-hmm. Micah, it's, it's, it's you. 
Well, it's gonna be good. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see because if they if they bring in a villain, you know, you never know. No, I don't think it's yeah. gonna be a villain thing because it's like it's just like they're little. Sh- I wouldn't say they're sh- they're gonna be as quick as shorts, but they're gonna be like each episode is like is its own collected story. So I think there was one with Baymax helping an old lady like learn how to swim. So I'm thinking there's gonna be another one with like I don't know. Max helping a child cross the road. Do you know what I mean? I think it's going to be, you know, five, ten minute episodes. Oh, I'm good then. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I told you, it's not a, it's not a full-on blown uh, movie. So, again, what Disney and Pixar seem to be doing is that they're going to be doing a lot of, like, not, I wouldn't necessarily say shorts, but, like, a lot of, like, series, um, which mm-hmm. is not something that we're used to. Now, I don't know if that's because of a well, one that is a combination of pandemic because they need more content for Disney Plus. So mm-hmm. when where they can't necessarily make long movies, you know, a 10, 15 minute show, you know, that will entertain the kids is is more than good enough. Especially if it's gonna be done in the same quality that they would do their movies, why not? And to add on to that, Zootopia, that's also getting another short series um, that's going to be done in spring 2022. And it's going to be like, have little fun little shows. So there's going to be an episode that focuses on the sloths. There's going to be an episode that focuses on, what is it they say? The real house mouse mices of Zootopia. Like, there's going to be little yeah, things like that. About, uh, tiger dancers as well. Yeah, t- yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah, it'll, it's, it's, it'll be fun. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's kind of what you want. You know, again... Especially, you got to keep in mind, yeah, like, some of the stuff that is going to be out on Disney is not going to be aimed at us. Like, most families probably will have Disney Plus for their kids. So, they need to put out, if not more ch- childish content than they do adult content. Do you know what I mean? Um, Princess Tiana is also getting a long-form musical TV show as well, and that's going to be coming out in 2023. Uh, Moana is getting exactly the same kind of treatment. That's also going to be coming out in 2023. Uh, I thought this was funny because um, Kugali, um, I want to say last year, they put out like a, um, a short little trailer or something anime that they did, and they were like, you know, we want to become as big as Disney. Like, oh, we want to create something that's going to, like, blow Disney out of the water. And obviously, that filtered back to Disney. They like what they saw, and they've now teamed up with Kukali to bring up, uh, to bring out Iwaju. And I hope I'm saying that right. And this will link into a story that I, I, that I talk about tomorrow. But Iwaju is going to be a Nigerian, like, sci-fi animated movie. Yeah. Uh, and Iwaju translates to the future. And it's going to be coming out in 2022. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, a lot of diversity. I'm liking it. And then uh, this one as well. Fall 2021, there's going to be a musical Colombian film called Encanto. Uh, it's done by the, um, the music is going to be done by Lin Manuel Miranda, who did Mir- Lin Manuel Miranda, who also did the music from Moana. So that's pretty cool. Um, moving on to Pixar. Um, they talked about Soul, which I can't wait for because that's now going to be dropping on Christmas. Soul's um, going to be so good for Christmas. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it. it's really good. Wait, did you say you've watched it? I've watched it. Wait, what? How have you watched it? Don't worry how I've watched Listen, it. Listen, look, see, look at this guy, man. See, look at us like real you people. You just, you know, you heathen. Us, us goody two shoes waiting for it to come out leaguey so you can watch it. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for that to come out. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, they also want to talk about like spark shots, which is something I suppose is already on, um, 
Disney Plus and it's a load of like different Pixar shorts. Um, mm-hmm. I have not watched any of them, but they're looking to expand on that. So it might be something that I might spend a couple, again, if they're only five minutes, I can probably knock them all out in like a what hour. So that might be something that I do at some point in preparation to see, uh, what else Pixar's cut is bringing out. Yep. Um, they're also, um, and this is might be something that I check out. I'm not really like, I love animation, but in a sense, I don't really care of how animation gets made in it. But, mm-hmm. um, there is going to be like a documentary called Inside Pixar. Um, the first five episodes are available and more episodes are going to be coming out throughout the year. Uh, sorry, I need to sneeze. Achoo! Oh, sorry. Bless me. I didn't, I, I wasn't in a situation I could find a mute button. Um, so sorry for those that I might have blown up their ears with that sneeze. Uh, Pixar popcorn comes in January. Uh, these are meant to be like five minute shorts. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that again, just something to entertain the kids. You can stick it on and get them to watch and then, you know, leave them for a bit. And then, you know, that it's going to be something fun. Um, Doug Days is a spin-off of Up and that's coming out for 2021. Um, I love the little short clip that we saw with the puppies. Yeah. Uh, that, was really, that was really cute. Um, sorry, I know I'm going through these quite quick because I, I, you know, I don't think there's a lot really to say on this one. I want to get to like, in a sense, the meat of what everyone is excited to talk about. Um, Win or Lose um, is going to be a, an animated show on a Korean softball team. And they're gonna be they're gonna be twenty minutes long. I think there's gonna be ten episodes. Um, and I think yeah, I'm only watching this because I, I like the concept. So it's all gonna take place in the same week, or it's got it's it's gonna be a little bit like Groundhog's Day in terms in terms of it's gonna be the same thing, yeah. But each episode is gonna feature a mem in a sense someone else's point of view of how that week goes. So obviously, you know, it might take the weeks. It might do the week, the week in the point of view of the coach. It might take the week out of one of the point of view of one of the parents, um, the head teacher of the school, um, the, the, maybe the opposition coach, you, who might not have won the game that leads his team to win to the championship. One of the players who's like the star player, one of the players who might be like the worst guy on the team, but you know, the starting picture breaks his ankle on a run and then now he has to go into the game. So again, there's so many things they can do with that and, I'm really looking forward to see how that, how, how that plays out. Um, again, continuing with the diversity, Luca, Sen Italy is going to release in June 2021. It's based on two friends and their friendship and what they get up to in the summer. Um, with, with Pixar, you know, you're going to get a certain level of quality when it comes to the animation. I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, now I can't remember what this short came in front of and I'm really upset and I should have checked it, but, the lady who did bow, uh, which was the one about the like the little the little muffin, not muffin, the little dumpling. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> she's doing her like first feature film, um, turning red, and I like it because like it it I wouldn't okay. It's not necessarily big mouth, but it has that vibe. So they're gonna be following around like a thirteen year old girl as she's going through like a transition of puberty in a sense. And when she gets when she gets excited, yeah, she turns into this like giant. Uh, was it a red panda? Yeah, yeah, she turns into a giant red panda. So instead of like hulking out when like she gets angry, so when she gets excited and emotional, she turns into a massive red panda. I think that could potentially have loads of um, funny ram- funny ramifications, especially if like it's not her imagination and she literally yeah. turns into a giant red panda, like. 
<coughs> some of the jokes and some of the things that they can come up with um, can just be really entertaining. And the last bit of news um, from Pixar is uh, we're going to get a Lightyear film about Buzz uh, with Chris mm-hmm. Evans as the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, guys? Why not? Um, yeah, exactly. Why not? I mean, they already milked her out. They already milked her. <laughs> Toy Story. Toy Story in episode four, so... Buzz, Buzz can stand on his own. Like, do you remember back in the day, they used to have the Buzz Lightyear um, TV series? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, kids these days are missing out, so let's, let's grace them a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we're getting to the really good stuff. Like, if this is your jam... Yeah, we've in a sense saved the best tour last. I don't think there was anything more important after this, other than some financial stuff where they really went and talked about accounting and some numbers. Um, yeah, Marvel. Yeah, give me the so I can invest in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boy, that's. I should have done that before this because their 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 share their stock share prices must have gone through the roof after this, boy. Um, yeah, they climbed quite a bit. See, there you go. Um, so, first of all, we got to see a new trailer for WandaVision. Um, we've obviously talked about WandaVision over the last couple of episodes. Um, it's going to be coming out in January 15th. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, we get to see a little bit more of the what it looks like they've trapped um, Wanda in like a military situation and a simulation kind of thing um, to kind of stop her from going crazy. Um, yeah, what did you think of this trailer, Michael? It was it was different. I liked, but uh, I don't know because is it what is this is the first season, isn't it? Yeah, this is the first yeah. season. So yeah, this okay. is the first season. Okay, okay, okay. So it's interesting because obviously this is obviously after Endgame mm-hmm. and obviously after all the madness that's happened and everyone been affected and not knowing what's what and what's who's who and and who's actually keeping them trapped. So it's like in a in a reality of her making or their making. Mm. It's just like, it's good to see how it goes because obviously it's going to cross over into the movies as well. So it's going to see, so if you're, you have to, you have no choice yeah. but to keep in, in contact with the TV shows because if you, you don't watch TV shows and then you watch the movie, then you're going to be confused. Um, but I like how they're doing all of this because you have to watch the TV shows. Otherwise, the movies are going to make no sense to you at some point. Definitely. Which is going to be, which is going to be absolutely outstanding, especially as especially as the show is going to be linked to Doctor Strange and the multiverse movie. So, hey, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I know we spoke about this before, um, but I think it's also been an opportunity to, to explore her powers. Um mm. As to the comics, she has reality manipulated abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking maybe one division could be something to do with that, where you know maybe she'll get a bit crazy, so they decide to put her in uh, this military place uh, to monitor her, so and everything's played through her mind, or she legitimately just creates a different unit, like a different uh, reality using her powers. Um, Death, because they haven't played too tough what her powers are in the TV series either. Sorry, not the TV series. Death in in the um, movies so yeah i mean this this again one of which is looking to be like like you know 
one of those Ratty Warper things, especially with all the nods to, like, what's it called, Genie? Or, 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 or I Dream of Genie, whatever it's called, and things like that. So, um, I just want to see what it's about. I should just want to know well, now what it's about. But well, we've, we've only got, like, what, three more weeks, and then we get to see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So... I am not sure if I have the release date correct for this one, but I've got Spider-Man listed as 2021. They did mm. not reveal what it's going to be called. Um, there's been a lot of... Well, there was a lot of speculation, but now they've recently just confirmed a lot of people are returning. So I'm going to let mine go through who's returning um, for Spider-Man 2021. All right. So people that are going to be returning will be um, Tim McGuire, um, Sam Raimi... Um, uh, Spider-Man um, Andrew Garfield which is the Sony Spider-Man and um, you're going to have Alfred Molina uh, who played Dr. Octavius Doc Ock in the um, Raimi movies um, and you have J.B. Fox who plays Max Dillon or um, also known as Electro mm-hmm. in the Andrew Garfield um, version of Spider-Man by Sony so um, this actually gives you know the multi the multiverse fan theory more weight. But, I mean, we know there's going to be a multiverse um, movie with Doctor Strange, but you know the leaks and whatnot, and the news generated about uh, um, you know there being you know Tim McGuire, like who we've now seen, and Andrew Garfield, who again we've now seen has now been confirmed will be in the movie. It just shows that you know this multiverse theory really is really is going to going ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's going to be absolutely crazy what they could do with this. Because um, like I said before in the, one of the episodes of Bloods of Us, I bet you money it's going to be something like uh, at the end of the show, because you know how um, uh, Peter Parker's labels revealed that as him being inspired by whatnot, right? Mm. I can still see that him go through all this trouble, through all these different multiverses, and then all of a sudden... Um, Doctor Strange comes back and says, "Okay, I'm gonna make everyone forget this." Boom! It never happened. Mm-hmm. Generally, I can still see that doing that. Yeah, it will happen. Um, yeah. So, and again, the multiverse theory of having all these people returning from all the movies also, you know, gives credit to the to the multi theory. To the sorry, to multi um, multiverse theory. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's my take on it. I'm excited for this. I love Spider Man. Nice, nice, nice. Um... Michael? Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, my God. If they pull... Look, we said it in the group chat. If they pull this off, yeah, mm-hmm. the possibilities are endless. Yep. So, you could end up having Venom get put into it. Mm-hmm. You could have... You'll have Carnage thrown into it. You, It, it just will be absolutely endless and it will be absolutely outstanding to see her especially as Tom Holland has actually been probably what the best Spider-Man to date apart I don't I never liked the Tommy Maguire because Tommy Maguire was old I always wanted Spider-Man to be played by someone that's actually the age of the character Mm -hmm. and it's perfectly set yeah that's it. If they do it correctly, bang. And they probably will do it correctly. June, June, so I said this in the group, yeah, because Thomas was asking how 
would we want this to go? Would we want a movie that's centered around um, the Spider-Verse or do we want it centered around the villains and the Sinister Six? Now, I said I would rather this movie focus on the Spider-Verse, but elements of this movie to then set up a Sinister Six movie so that we get a lot more... So we could get a little glimpse of these characters. Um, we could even get Matt Murdock in this, but not as Daredevil. Just have him be Spider-Man's lawyer, getting him off... Um, for the for the murder of um, Mysterio, yeah. and then you know you can maybe introduce um, either Jamie Foxx's character or Alfred Molina's character as the one that causes the the multiverse to start happening, and then maybe le- like near the end you get Jamie Foxx, you get a little cameo where you see you know that maybe where they were that wasn't the only portal that opened. There was other portals that opened and some of the other villains came through. And then that's where you get the Sinister Six. Maybe they can drop a hint of Craven. Maybe they can drop a little teaser for about Venom. They could drop a little teaser um, of Deadpool. Like there's so many different things they could do. And I honestly just can't wait. And like I said much earlier, like pretty much everything that Kevin Feige has touched here, and everything that's been involved in MCU has turned to gold. Like every movie, even the ones of the movies that haven't been like the most amazing have still made a crap ton of money. Do you know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, let's get on to the next one. We actually got a trailer of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And boy, this looked fucking amazing. I'm going to let Micah have the first crack at it. Hey, let's see your thoughts, Michael. Meh. What? What do you mean, meh? It's, I can't stand, my, I can't stand Michael's uh, point of view because Falcon is not the most popular. It's not one of the most popular Avengers, I'd say. Uh, yes. That's my opinion. But yeah. I just don't see as much generated around him, like both him and Hawkeye, as we do with uh, with you know Captain America. Yeah, that's fair enough. Hulk or Black Widow, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's why that's why I understand um, Michael's meh. And to be honest, if marketing is done well, it could attract me to watch the movie more. But this is this is a hero that I don't care too tough about. I mean, yeah, he got Captain America's shield at the end of uh, Endgame, but still, I'm just like, I just feel that he still hasn't done enough for me to like him. Yeah. As much as stand out, he doesn't stand out from the others as much. What yeah, the thing is, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a team. It's a TV show, so yeah. it's like, okay. Okay, they're making a TV show into a movie. They're making it a movie style. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it doesn't... I mean, they have to explain... Right, so they're going to have to go and explain how this has worked out. Because at the end of the day, Winter Soldier is still technically a villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how the hell how the hell does he come to work for the US government? But this is where this is where and the trailer No, but the trailer wasn't even that great. I thought the trailer All you see is Falcon flying around, jumping out of a plane, flying through flying around rocks and all that, and that's it. Wait, I thought the trailer was amazing, it? and I don't want to get too much into what the potential storyline for this one could be, uh, just in case I'm, I, I am right, because then that's that you know that's spoilers. Um, they really dressed, huh? 
can't do a spoiler for something that ain't out yet. No, that's a, what, yeah, well, yeah, you can because you, you have no idea. If I can speculate happen. how, it goes. all right, so what you see the character on the, on the motorbike, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think that's US agent, and basically the government, even though Cap gave the shield to Falcon. It's, mm. In a sense, it's not his property and it's not up to him to take the mantle of Captain America. So yeah. very early on, they take away the Captain America from him and they give it to that guy. And then that guy kind of lets it go to his head. And then in the end, they kind of have to like go and stop Captain America or stop the new Captain America. So that's why Bucky's working with him because obviously if this new guy is kind of like um, disgracing the honor of Steve Rogers... Then Bucky's obviously yeah. gonna want to get involved. Then you know that's that's his that's his guy in it. So he's gonna get involved. Um, I'm looking forward because I like the like whole like buddy cop elements of it. I like the fact that when he was walking about, he's like, "Oh, what's going on in that whole robot head of yours?" Like, uh, I can see the the the, the uh, mechanics wiring, and I can see it did overtime and boom, boom. That's what like I thought the banner was good there. Like, I, like mm-hmm. give I l- listen. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, Again, I like the fact that he was like, this is basically a Marvel movie just broken down into six episodes. So rather sitting in uh, a, a theater for six straight hours, which I know some people will probably do, yeah. And again, Kevin Feige, you got to trust the guy, man. Again, we'll see. Because if, obviously, if One Division comes out and it's dead, yeah, or it's not very well received, then there's going to be some, you know, the future um, Marvel TV shows could be in danger in it. But mm-hmm. I honestly don't think that's going to happen. And I think it's going to... Like, again, I could, you know, like, it's, it, like when this comes out, either Mike's going to eat crow or I'm going to eat crow. But yeah. we yeah, won't know until it comes out. Um, I've, I've got a problem with your theory here. What's the problem with my theory? Um, one, there can't be another Captain America because there's no super serum. Oh, that's out. So there can't really be another Captain America unless he's so, a robot. No, so uh, well, you know how the Marvel universe is made of like elements of six one six, the Ultimate Universe, and a couple of universes like ten, seven, whatever. Anyway, I just I feel that it's a because com- a combination of everything, right? Technically, the first person who had the Super Soldier Serum was uh, um, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. But that's but that's but that's so that's that's something that they could sort of explain into it as so, in why Nick Fury doesn't age or whatever. I think, or but, but, but even then, sorry, experiment or something. Even then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even who? All right. So the, there there have been other variations of the super serum in it. It's yeah. just that Caps One is the one that has worked the best, where it's not you know, made him go crazy or he's not, you know, killed him instantly. So yeah. there may be another super serum that makes the guy a little bit super powered. He might not be as strong as Cap. But even then, Captain America is a title. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. necessarily... So yeah. they can bestow... Like I said, the, the shield and the title of Captain America, the US government can, in a sense, bestow that to any Tom, Dick and Harry. Like, yeah. if they don't want Falcon to be represent them as Captain America and... You know, the shields, remember the shields are property of the government. The shields are property of Stony, Tony, not Tony Stark. Um, damn, I forgot his name. Is it Anthony Stark? Yeah, Anthony. A- Anthony Stark and the government. Do you know what I mean? So technically, Steve Rogers doesn't have the right to pass it down to anybody. Do you know what I mean? It's technically not his. It's like, you know, if you get government uni- uniform, 
they can turn around at any moment and be like, well, we want our uniform back and you're going to have to give it back to them. So, <laughs> again, these are speculations of rumours that have been out there. I don't want to get into it any more than that because, again, I don't want to like throw out what potentially could be the plot to a movie that no someone has not seen already. You know what I mean? And, again, the, 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 the stuff is out there. If someone's really interested, they can go out and look in it and they'll see. But like I said, I hope you eat crow. I hope I don't have to eat crow because I want this to be really good. Um, and I just want to just go back real quick because someone asked on our Instagram, are we going to be providing uh, dates for this stuff? So, Wonder Vision is coming out January 15th, 2021. Uh, the Falcon and Wonder Soldier is coming out March 19th, 2021. Um, Spider Man is coming out December 17th, 2021. All right, cool. Just get us up to date on that. Loki. Uh, the Loki trailer, you finally got to see that. It's going to be a crime thriller. Uh, the TVA was confirmed. And for the love of me, I can't remember what TVA was. And I didn't Google it. Um, do any of you know what a TVA is? I want to say it's like Time Vision Association or something like that. It's, it's, it's got something to do with time travel. No idea what TVA stands for. Sorry. Yes, sir. I will probably try to put it up. Okay, um, TVA. Time Variance Authority. There you go. So, in uh, in this, uh, we have Loki working with the TVA in some form of capacity. Um, I don't understand it. Not, is, it is it going to be some sort of Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. type deal? I have Maybe. no idea. Maybe, but I don't understand how a villain goes into end up working as a... Yeah, he doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be a hero yeah because yeah. he can have an ulterior motive we don't know until we see it like the whole time yeah we haven't seen the movie, uh, yeah, we haven't seen the movie. and then again we we don't know what the TVA are like maybe these people at least have enough capacity to fuck Loki up <laughs> in a sense of simple yeah, way yeah and Tesseract something something yeah do you know what I mean um so that's probably why he's working for them until he can find a way to sliver his way out of it because you know Loki don't really like to go head on head on head on come back like that um, again I like the trailer I thought it was really cool there was a lot of craziness happening that I don't understand because like I don't know Marvel like that but I'm looking forward to it and um, I hope the other people are too um, what if trailer oh my days when the rumors were coming out that we we're gonna get a what if yeah i was gassed for this isn't it and i love that they kind of like led it with um uh peggy carr as um captain britain um she looked so badass and uh yeah i i'm gassed for this i i'm i'm so down for this man uh michael yeah, for this. Here. um michael's gonna be like i don't like it man like well i'm just like i don't know man i don't get it but Nah, it's actually the idiot. No, actually, this thing I'm actually looking forward to. Okay, cool. <laughs> why are you looking forward to this? Why are you looking forward to this one then? You know what? It's it's a what if you know. You've got technically you've got T'Challa going as a guardian. Mm-hmm. No, but it, it's a lot. It's a lot different, and obviously Chadwick Boseman, obviously rest his soul, like. He was great, and for them to do that to just to just to put it in a different sort of aspect instead of him becoming the Black Panther, like he he gets taken up, he gets taken up by um Gondu, Gondu, right? Yondu. He's excited. Mm. Like, it's a it's a whole different aspect. 
especially like you not Captain not Captain America like yeah. and then you got Doctor Strange fighting himself the evil Doctor Strange Woo! so many different things like that, that they've yeah. done it's, it's going to be interesting to see yeah because the What If series is legit just as they as they lose to about what if certain things they take place like can you imagine there being a small story about um, Spider-Man Mm. where instead of you know Gwen Stacy uh dying she lives he never he never meets Mary Jane that kind of thing what's his life like then mm. there's that um in fact we do see that in um the amazing Spider-Man the, the, yeah the ultimate universe um Spider-Man with, with Miles Morales cops and stuff like that and uh, 616 uh Peter Parker goes into, into that universe and people who aren't alive are alive it's crazy um, they could do anything with this, and that's what makes it so cool. Yeah. Like, they don't even have to. They don't even have to focus on because uh, again, because it's animation. They don't even have to focus on um, on uh, p- primarily on the Avengers characters. They could easily focus on um, like the X Men. They could focus on on whoever they deem um, worthy of you know of making a story for something like that. Um. Yeah. So this this is exciting. Um. Because like I mean, the whole um multiverse is that it's it's sort of like a what if scenario anyway. So yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to see which they pick the stories from and how they build them in uh via you know animation. Mm. Nah, dope, 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 dope. All right. So just gonna touch on a couple of little things real quick, not necessarily gonna go too much detail on them. So we've got Shang Chi coming out on the ninth. I don't know why I've missed out the date. Well, now I need to get my phone again. <sighs> oh, guys, like when I like, you know, I'm not talking. Yeah. You guys can like fill up the airspace. You, you know? talking about? Yeah, you yeah. can like um, vape a bit, you know, and like. Uh, Keep it going <laughs> until I come back. Uh, all right, so Shang Chi is going to be out July 9th, uh, twenty twenty one. Uh, it's wrapped up filming, and again, Aquafina is going to be in this movie. Um, I saw it was Aquafina. I know, but we call it Aquafina. So <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't remember what movie me, Thomas, and Marvin went to go see. Uh, it was probably one of the very first movies that I guess that she kind of hit big in Hollywood because I was I never watched her when she was a YouTube star. And she was like, also Jack Horseman. Oh, was she? Uh, yeah, again. Um, so she was a YouTube star that obviously got into acting and she made it big. Yeah. And again, wherever the first movie that we saw her in, she looked absolutely stunning. And from that moment onwards, we called her Aqua Finer because she oh, was right. fine. Oh, was she was she <laughs> in, um, Crazy Rich Asians? Is that, I don't, was, was that her debut? I, I, don't, I don't know. No, nah, it couldn't be Crazy Rich Asians because I watched, I watched, I went and watched Crazy Rich Asians, Asians with Dell. Hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know who you're talking about. She's uh, Googler. Again, I don't know if, if she's if um the Google pictures will do her justice, but she used to Aquafina. A W A W K W A F I N A. Oh, I see her. Yeah. I, I don't know like I said, I don't remember what the first things that we like mm. as the blurs went to go see, but she was in it. And she looked awesome, and then from that oh, day no, on, she was in she was in Neighbours Two, Sorority Rising. Maybe that's what where, it. Where did I get where did I get Crazy Rich Asians from? No, because she wasn't Crazy Rich Asians. She played um, 
the main uh, female character's um, like friend when they go to um, she, she was the she was the rich best friend yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so she, she yeah she wasn't crazy but anyway that's where Aquafina comes from because that is obviously not how you say her name like I understand this it's a bit of an in house joke um, but anyone that's listened to previous episodes would understand that so yeah Aqu- I'm pretty sure Aquafina Aquafina is in this as well um uh, Miss Marvel, we got, a tra- uh, we didn't really get a trailer, but we got like a little sneak peek about that. Um, we got told that Captain Marvel 2, um, is, uh, gonna be happening. It's gonna have, uh, Miss Marvel. It's gonna have a grown up Monica Rambeau, uh, who's also gonna be featured mm-hmm. in One Division. And, um, Miss Marvel is gonna be in Captain Marvel's 2 as well. Uh, Eternals mm-hmm. is gonna be in November 5th, 2021. Um, yeah. we'll get Hawkeye, um, Sorry, guys. Like, because like I said, people won't know the dates. Let me. Uh, what was the last one I gave a date for? Falcon. Right. So, so last we gave a date for was Falcon, I think. Okay, so the dates for the ones that I've just mentioned. Uh, Loki is May twenty twenty one. Um, what if is summer twenty twenty one? So no actual. <laughs> Sorry, summer twenty one. Um, Shang-Chi is 9th of July 2021 uh, Miss Marvel is late 2021 um, Captain Marvel 2 uh, is November 11th 2022 um, Eternals is November 5th 2021 2021 2021 uh, Hawkeye is late 2021 um, I, don't, I love Hawkeye this is the thing I know a lot of people don't like him yeah Maybe it's because I've got a slight fascination with bow and arrows in it, but like, mm-hmm. I really like, like, I've always said if I was in a game, depending on what my attributes could be, I would be a long range fighter, just obviously so I can live longer. But at the same time, I would, I'll, I'll jewel. I'll be like, I'll be like Legolas. Do you know what I mean? So maybe that is why I like Hawker and that's why I maybe loved Arrow, the TV show as well, because I just mm-hmm. really like bow and arrow characters. So yeah, I like Hawker in it. So fuck you guys <laughs> like, f- screw you guys like that's the guy that's my homie man that's my boy so um, yeah go on Mike. What's your what's your thoughts on this one um, again I'm feeling the same thing as I did for Falcon just meh we'll see how it goes again it was going to be uh, with the right marketing and uh, um yeah, with the right marketing, I mean, it could attract me to uh, watch the movie. But other than that, I don't think I'll watch this one. All right. Well, you're going to have to watch this one because we're going to talk about it in the podcast. So you have, uh, no ch- you have no choice. So, yeah, tough shit. I'll, pick, I'll, I'll watch it and I'll show it. <laughs> All right. Um, she, we're gonna, She-Hulk. Uh, what is the date for She-Hulk? We're getting She-Hulk in 2022. Uh, no month was given for that. Um, but it was confirmed. Oh, damn it. Why have I forgotten her name? And I didn't write it down. So I thought, oh, I'm going to remember the name. Uh, Tatiana Mas- Maslani. There you go, Tatiana Maslani. Because um, obviously she was the fan favourites to be um, She-Hulk. But then she yeah. came out and was like, no, I'm not She-Hulk. I think that was a bit of a PR movement because they announced it. Like, people found out too early. But then today it was officially confirmed that she's going to be playing She-Hulk. Uh, mm-hmm. It was also confirmed that... Um, Tim Roth is coming back to play, coming back, and he's the character that he was the um, the actor that played Abomination. So we're going to be getting Abomination, and we're also going to get Mark Ruffalo back, uh, feature an episode of this as 
um, Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Um, I thought what was really cool. Yeah, and again, you can take this however you want to take it, but I this is how I took in it. He said that as uh, Jennifer, I want to say it's Jennifer Wars. No, yes. I want to say that. I want to say it's definitely Jennifer something. I, I want to say it's Jennifer Wars. I could be completely wrong, but I'm I'm, I'm quite okay. confident it's Jennifer Wars. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong in it. Um, but as she's like a lawyer, and she's a lawyer that deals with like superheroes. Um, he said yeah. he said that anything could happen in it so as a lawyer that deals with superheroes yeah we could mm-hmm. potentially get him dealing with Sp- spider-man because again spider-man we've already seen is gonna have uh, a bit of an issue on his hands yeah yep. we could also see him see her dealing with deadpool just because deadpool gets in a lot of trouble yeah but me personally so the only thing that is a bit off yeah is that this is coming out after spider-man so you know we may already have introduced to matt murdoch but what if she's in a case against matt murdoch like how cool would that be like she's a prosecutor and he's the defendant and they're just going back and forth do you know what i mean and then we could potentially you could feel the sexual tension yeah (laughs) and then potentially you know like they end up teaming up and working together and i listen i just think it's cool and like and R.I.P. Matt Murdock or something. <laughs> Death by Snoo Snoo, innit? Snoo Snoo! But for me, I, I would I would like to see um, Daredevil Matt Murdock show up in um, a She-Hulk movie. And I love She-Hulk when I was younger. I crushed on She-Hulk so bad when mm. I was a young adolescent child. Um, yeah, She-Hulk, major crush man. So I'm excited to see her in live action. Uh, and she'll be really good. Um, Martin, you've actually got some notes under here, so you can take it away. Um, you've pretty much mentioned most of them, you know, with Tim, Tim Roth coming as uh, Abomination, returning as Abomination, mm-hmm. Tatiana Maslany as She-Hulk, Mark Ruffalo obviously rep- reprising his role as the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's directed by Kat Koira, who did Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and oh, Annie nice. Baylor, who did Lucia, and Before and After. Um, and Jessica Garrow is the writer of it. Oh, that's pretty dope. So it's a it's a lot of female directors and uh, female writers. So hopefully we won't get a problem that we get sometimes when it's a female lead where it's been written by a man and they don't really understand how women would actually respond to certain things and it just yeah. comes over so like badly. Um, so hopefully, exactly. we'll, hopefully, yeah. So hopefully this gets done right. Um, Moon Knight. I've said this before. I am not familiar with Moon Knight. I haven't really done a deep dive into learning about him, but I just like the fact that it was like, oh, this is basically a superhero Indiana Jones um, mind. Oh, wait, hold on. Michael, did I even ask you about She-Hulk? No, you didn't. Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, She-Hulk, what's your thoughts on that? Can't wait. I can't wait. I've been waiting for someone to do, I've I've been waiting for them to do She-Hulk for such a long time. Mm. Like, Mm. It's just, it's just gonna be so great. But I kind of hope that the villain is. I know that they've got Tim Roth as Abomination as the villain. Yeah. Okay. I want the true villain. And okay. whatever, whatever his name, I can't remember what his what, name. Is. The leader. Who? Yeah, the leader with the green, big green. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he he needs to be her villain. Like, it just needs to be done. I don't, I don't know who that villain is, but would you not rather want them to like have Abomination as a leader for the TV show, uh, and when she gets a, a Hulk 
She-Hulk movie, maybe have that as the villain. No. No? <laughs> because it's an ongoing it's an ongoing series of mental sort of mental and physical aspects. He's smart, she's smart, and they both like they go at it. it mm. It's different. But right. abomination, all he's gonna do is fight. Okay, great. Abomination. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's gonna be awesome. I'd rather if it feels actual, the actual villain. That'd it is be because she talks about those, you know, strong women, as in both, as in both the fact that she's independent and the fact that she's her own person, that she doesn't take crap for anyone. She gets what she wants. Sick. And, oh, shame on you. As in, she gets what she wants and, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, she, yeah, I'm hoping that yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they'll pull through with uh, with what they try what they try to portray um, as She Hulk. Um, I can't wait to see what happens, honestly. Um, yeah, I think that's all my notes. Oh, and also um, Moon Knight. Sorry, I was, I was still going on about um, um, what's that She Hulk? But yeah, so anyway. Moon Knight. So Moon Knight, I, I think I said this already in um, in the other Bloods Ross notes that um, he's the Batman of Marvel. Um, he was a US Marine turned CIA agent. Mm. Um, he has what's called disassociative identity disorder, and that's because he had to keep changing his identity several times over um, through the course of his life until he met the Egyptian god, uh, Moon God Khonshu. Um, Oscar Isaac is the star as Mark Spector, mm. and the series is scheduled for 2021. Um. Yes. So yeah, if if they do it well, then you'll see why people refer to this guy as the Batman of Marvel. I, everything he does is Batman esque. That's all I can say. Yeah. Does he, does he have prep time? Yeah, he's got prep time. <laughs> he's got he basically everything Batman does, he does. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Except you know he's actually crazy, whereas Batman is crazy, but he rush he he can rationalize it. Mad. All right, cool. Um, some of the stuff that we didn't know. Um, well, yeah, I say didn't know. Like, if I'm being brutally honest, the only thing that surprised me on the Marvel section 